2: well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play
1: for free right
2: now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Welcome to the new sound of online radio. Welcome to the sound of Universal Broadcasting Network. make me feel like I've been out of heaven. A mix of today's hits and hard-to-find favorites. Combined with the most entertaining edit. Anywhere. This is your sound. This is the sound of Universal
0: Broadcasting Network at All right, ladies and gents. Welcome back to another edition of Mostly Sports. I'm Mike. I'm here with Jay. Morgan's going to be joining us in a little bit. We have so much to get to today. Quick rundown. First of all, subscribe to us on iTunes, YouTube. We are all over at Mostly Sports on Facebook, Instagram. Twitter, everything, SoundCloud, everything. That's for Jason Nolten, the SoundCloud. Uh, great show today. We, again, we got a lot to cover. We're going to talk about the Louisville hooker, uh, not hooker, stripper conversation. Sorry, why are we shocked when a story like this comes out? Why are we still shocked in 2015? Got some NFL news. Uh, it was time to start taking the Bengals seriously. A few other sleepers, most undefeated teams this late in the season. Uh, we're going to have our usual DraftKings conversation and how Jay and I can't seem to cash on a Sunday. Um if you follow sports at all, you, I've obviously seen the Michigan-Michigan State finish. Unbelievable game. Michigan State was never winning in the game while that clock was ticking. Unbelievable. If you haven't seen it, check it out and get back to us. I think we may have put it up on Facebook. We're going to talk why USC is a favorite, three-and-a-half-point favorite over the third team in the country with uh, Utah coming to town. We don't get that. Nobody really does. Interesting line, but those guys out in the desert seem to know what they're doing, and we don't. I uh, got a little MLB playoff action coming up. We're gonna take a call from a very angry Mets fan who is just dying to get on the phone and give me a lot of hell about uh, how my Yankees are still not playing. And we're gonna do a little redeeming food review from Ike's Place, a sandwich spot named after, uh, and a sandwich named after our favorite ESPN anchor who was very nice to us today. And then the second hour, we got CSI Cyber guest star coming on, Bam Hall. A uh, friend of the show, a friend of Jay, Morgan, and myself. So, that's all we got to get to. How we doing, Jay? That was quite the intro, my man. Thank
3: is you. this a seven-hour show this Woo! week? We're we going to need a lot of time. We're going we to, uh, to fly through this
0: pretty quick. But Unless yeah, man, you were a good. marquee NFL game, you're not getting mentioned in this conversation. No, not at all, man. The uh, NFL's
3: going on? Because NBA is starting back up in a week, and I'm already drafting You're in the minority there.
0: Preseason style. See, that nobody does have Real quick, we'll do this DraftKings, then I want to talk about Louisville. Yeah. You played in a few uh, DraftKings, Daily Fantasy, preseason games yesterday. I did. Crushed it. Now, I don't want to judge you because I did that with NFL preseason. But the NFL preseason is, I feel like, a little bit different. How many people were in the contest? Uh, like, what well, was the guarantee? The one I was in was
3: uh, 9,200 people.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. And
3: That's they were, crazy. They were filling contests left and right. I finished 151st. Nice. With five lineups, the same lineup five times, and uh, yeah, it was good. It's good to have it back, man. I'm like, it, I'm couldn't be more excited for the NBA. Considering my gambling, fantasy football seasons are already down the drain. Although I did get my first win in one league, so I'm nice. now combined one and eleven.
0: Boom! That's I mean, that's huge. That's, that's huge. a big win. It's huge.
3: Just getting a <laughs> win was fucking huge. Right. So yeah, man, it's good. I, I cashed in a DraftKings football. I had a huge football team. Got like uh, 190 points. That's big. But yeah, you need two forty, I mean,
0: two fifty, two sixty to score in those. Uh, or to, I mean, to hit the top dogs, dude.
3: Yeah, and you have to have a bunch of schleps. You had to have Matthew Stafford this week. Yeah, you know, yeah. people that you're just never going to buy. I mean, it's such a luck fest.
0: It's. I bet mean, I sent you the the numbers. Matthew Berry, who's you know widely known as the godfather of fantasy sports and analysis, <laughs> I'll say that uh, he didn't. He finished about halfway through with his optimal lineup this week. It's tough. It is tough. It's tough, man. Because you're right, dude. You got to take Stafford when you got all those other guys out there. It looks so good. You got Brady going against a bad defense. You got Aaron Rodgers. How do you pass these guys up and go down into the 6,000s and go after Stafford? What's Maybe the, 7,000s for him.
3: That's the, it's like, like every week, DraftKings will show you what the optimal lineup was, yeah. like the perfect lineup. I think this week, the Optimal lineup, you would have had like $5,000
0: left over on your payroll. That's insane. Yeah. So nobody, Nobody's no, going to do that either. Ever. Nobody's going to leave that on the table. Ever. To take, you know, someone's backup thinking Carlos Hyde might get hurt. Yeah. It's crazy.
3: I'm a little hoarse today, if, you've not- if you haven't if you have noticed. I apologize. It was a late night last night at a local watering hole oh, establishment. Want yeah. to give a little shout out for it? Uh, JP's.
0: Nice. Popular spot.
3: Yeah, a little, uh, little reunion last night. All the boys met up unexpectedly. Closed it down and.
0: Drank some fireball. Nice. Good night.
3: Good time had by all.
0: You think this is kind of weird? We're both kind of facing the same way? A little bit. Yeah. I like to look at you when we're talking. I appreciate that, you man. Especially fun. with a hair game going strong like this today. The hair's going what strong. What are you going to do? Um, all right. Question for you. Yeah. It's 2015. The big news in sports right now is Louisville. Okay? okay. Or as people from Kentucky say, all. Oh, why are we surprised by this? I mean, if you're listening to the show, you follow sports, you know what happened in Louisville over the last four years. Why are we still shocked when stories like this come out? And granted, I ask you this question every time anything like this happens yeah. in college sports. Why are we still shocked? Because sex sells, man. Sex is just one
3: of those things that everybody just gravitates to. It never gets old. And then you throw in the fact that this chick was pimping out her own daughters. Her daughters. That's I crazy. I mean, that right there. That's is, not getting
0: enough attention, I feel like. They're not even onto that. Oh, anymore.
3: that's, I mean, on Twitter, people are like blasting this chick. But that's, that's going to be the next layer that comes out that everybody's going to really jump on. Um, but no, it's, I mean, it's nobody gives a shit. <laughs> Nobody cares. Rick Patino. God bless Rick Patino, man. He's an old man. It's time for him to retire anyway. I mean, it's a it's a shitty way. Like you see, all these coaches going out now. Nobody goes out gracefully anymore. No. Uh, you know, you get Joe Pa with his crap with the. Uh, about Sinandusky. that, I mean, that's, yeah. You know, Patino with this. I mean, everybody just kind of you know Dean Smith now. Like he retires and all this stuff comes out about him, and, like giving money to kids in the. I mean, it's just just let these guys go away in peace and. You know, celebrate what they
0: did. Everybody is fallible. Um, Now, are you buying that Coach Patino, who's one of the most respected coaches of all time, had nothing to do with it? Nothing, no knowing about it?
3: No, he definitely knew about it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, come on. It, like if, I, I almost get it on a football team when you have to manage, you know, 50, 60 guys. You got to manage more than that on a football more, team. Yeah, more than that. Coaches and players and managers and basketball team you got 12 dudes yeah you know what they are doing at all times Pretty and you much. know what your three assistant coaches are doing he yeah. absolutely knew and i mean he's had his own little dalliances with uh waitresses and whatnot he's on trial right now yeah he's in like a civil trial for
0: hooking up for 15 seconds with uh one of his coaches' wives at a at a party you got a trial for that They're civil that's something i don't know I don't know, a divorce trial, maybe oh, okay. he's weighing in. No wonder, Something. The, no wonder the courts are so backed up. <laughs> the thing that got me, and I and I <laughs> and I agree with you on this, is aside from just getting up today making a statement saying I had no idea about this, if he had no idea about this, he would be furious at his director of basketball yeah. operations who was in charge of this. He wouldn't be trying to cover his ass by any means by not bringing him up. The first thing he would say is, I had no idea about this. This so and so, I forget his name, has been let go. We you know, swift justice for him. And he did nothing of that. He just said he had no idea. That's total bullshit. Um, if it happened once, yeah, maybe he doesn't hear about it, which is still a very tough maybe. This happened between twenty and twenty-five times in four years, dude. I'm That's I love crazy.
3: A good sex scandal. Thank you, mostly intern, for my Arnold Palmer that looks delicious. Sure. Um, yeah, I don't get tired
0: of this stuff though.
3: Like, just be like, it does. It's not shocking, but I'm not but like people
0: are taking this as shocking that this could happen. You played sports in college, so did I. Not to the the level and the the glam that, you know, Louisville basketball might have. Yeah. But if something like this happened at my school, a little smaller in Louisville, everybody would know about it. One of the reporters today said, it was you know, it was great, it was not only would everybody know about this. In college, everyone knows when everyone has sex with everybody, for the most part. You can't go unnoticed. Not to mention, if you turn one of your dorm rooms into a strip club with strippers and music and booze and all that. Are you telling me that wouldn't attract a lot of attention? If not, Louisville has to be the number one party school in America, without question.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know why all these kids didn't commit. They must have done a shitty
0: job with these strippers. That's another. That's that was my next question.
3: Like, what went wrong with these kids on the recruiting trips?
0: How did that? How did that? How was that not a selling point? And what if you're going? If you're looking at Louisville, you're looking at. You know some of the other top schools. You're looking at Kansas. You're maybe looking at Duke, UNC. What would shock you? What me, are they doing? Give not me a doing? scandal that would shock you. So you always say that. Why it's are we just,
3: shocked by this? Give me, give me, just make something up in your head right now. A scenario that you'd be like, holy shit! I cannot believe that fucking happened.
0: Uh, I mean, I guess if Coach K. <laughs> oh, good start. <laughs> <laughs> if Coach K and Calipari got busted together. You know, in a, in an underage brothel, I'd be like, all right, they got my attention. That's that's, gotta, wow. that's interesting.
3: You went to like
0: some gay sex. Yeah, with, it's got to be. With minors.
3: Because <laughs> uh, well,
0: every time we hear, oh, somebody's taking money from this school, everyone's like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. What, are you kidding me? Okay. Of course this is happening. That would be a really big story. What's that? The one you just proposed. With Coach K and, <laughs> and Calabari? Calabari. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. That'd be pretty big. <laughs> I think that would get our attention. Shit like this, I find that the attention people give to it is more interesting than the actual story. It drives me crazy that the entire press is following some dude who decided to get all drugged up, go on a bender at a brothel, and everyone's like, oh, let's pull for him because he played for the Lakers and dated a Kardashian. What are you kidding me? Who gives a shit? Married a Kardashian. Guy went on a bender. Who gives a shit? He married into royalty, Mike. And he couldn't hang either. He did a little bit of fucking Coke and Viagra, and that's it. Lamar Odom is our Prince Harry. Get out of here, dude! <laughs> <laughs> like that's, but that's that's like accurate. Celebrate yeah, That's him. ridiculous. It's between like him and Kanye right now, you know? It's dude, if I was Kanye, I'd
3: be very nervous about what's going to happen to me. Exactly. After what that what family's done all. to so many people. Yeah, all these guys are just nothing left. Up. Like, what would you
0: be shocked about now? Like, they've turned somebody into a female. <laughs> <laughs> what What would shock you? Already, yeah,
3: nothing would shock me at this point, but. I'm with you. I mean, I, I thought the whole thing was ridiculous. The guy went in and did, a, smoked all this crack cocaine, took these herbal Viagras. Like, he did it to himself. I get it. He had a tough upbringing. I don't want anybody to die. I'm glad he's alive. I yeah. loved watching him play basketball. But the fact that it was 24-hour news coverage and CNN was covering it was ridiculous.
0: It's stupid. Yeah. Like, there's a war going on. We got elections about to happen. This country is on the brink of just going up in flames. And we're worried about some dude who can't do, you know, who couldn't handle his coke. What's a matter? Couldn't handle Jesus his coke. If this happened to us in college, some dude couldn't handle this coke, we would wake up the next morning and be like, what happened? Did he go to the hospital? Is he okay? What's the big deal?
3: Well, dude, why the f- how the fuck is he like Wolverine? This guy can't die. He's like Keith Richards. He's the modern day athletic Keith Richards. He just Keith did Richards. a little coke in Viagra. He didn't do like, a what? little coke. He smoked crack cocaine for four days and took 10 herbal Viagras, which are stronger than regular herbal, Viagras. Yeah,
0: everyone's saying, oh, the herbal Viagras. What well, did the it? The guy I played tennis herbal. with took one once me?
3: and told me about it and said it like one was too many. And it totally like and fucked why, it up. How well. come
0: herbal Viagra wasn't around years ago? If it's herbal.
3: I have no idea. I know herbal
0: essence. It's delicious. It smells. Is f- it's, delicious oh, it's delicious smelling. Smelling. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> um, all right. I got no, I got nothing left on this LSU or Louisville story. It, it drives me a little bit crazy uh, that we give this stuff this much attention.
3: Yeah, but it's fun to talk about. Like I said, I mean, it's fun to talk about sex scandals. It's fun to think about like these old. I mean, dude, God bless Rick Pitino. He's like sixty five, seventy five years old. Yeah, you know, he's running around trying to have a good time. He's on his last, the last fucking quarter of his life. That's a basketball metaphor. Not the last quarter. He doesn't have twenty more years left. But <laughs> you know, this is, it's just here today, gone tomorrow.
0: Fuck! Here today, gone today, probably. But it won't. I mean, unless another story comes and knocks this thing off, it's not going anywhere for a little bit. But that's there, crazy. Now, <laughs> there's what always if, another
3: story that knocks it off, right?
0: But what, like, what happens if this is football? You know, Sark got fired for having a couple too many cocktails and got a little unruly. Big deal. He got wow. He got fired for only having a couple cocktails. A couple not for what about not
3: showing up? To a, couple practice to coach your team. a couple could be actually two or three. A couple
0: could be five hundred. Well, Nobody's failing to. Everyone's failing to mention in this story about Sark. Like what a good guy he is for picking up all these tabs. Oh, I love him. I you wanna, know, yeah. Absolutely. Nobody's saying that. I'll say that. Good for you, Sark. You suck as a football coach at USC. Apparently, they're already making an offer to uh, the Utah guy. I forget his name. Uh, but yeah, Sark, good. Yeah. I'll go out drinking with you if you're picking up those tabs. Did you bet USC this week against Notre Dame?
3: Uh, yeah, I did. That was Notre Dame was the lock of the century.
0: Um, it was closer
3: than I thought. I will say that. Yeah. But there was no way Notre Dame wasn't winning that game by but double digits.
0: I'll say that Notre Dame not didn't get lucky at the end by stretching the score a little bit. They made two phenomenal plays. There was an interception and a touchdown catch where I kind of looked twice and was like, wow. That, that's." I mean, that wasn't the Stanford catch on Friday night. That was unbelievable. Which yeah, it totally was. got overshadowed uh, overshadowed by Michigan, Michigan State. But, uh, I mean, the catch was phenomenal. Outrageous, that Stanford catch. What would you think of that Michigan, Michigan State thing?
3: Was that the craziest ending you've ever seen?
0: Yeah, it was. And I am the first person to say I hate nowadays how anything that happens. Up, oh, that's the greatest of all time. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, Swaggy P threw down a dunk and warm up. Oh, greatest dunk of all time. Stop, everybody, calm the f down. Not even close. Um, the Stanford band being on the field. When was that? 1987, I think. I don't no, see how it was that. Like,
3: that was like 1983.
0: Okay. I don't yeah. see how that – I mean, that that's such an outrageous ending. I don't see how that couldn't have been up number one, number two for most people. Uh, somebody tried to tell me the Bush push was up there. I said, no, yeah, that was great, but that, that's not anywhere near the top 10 or 20. Michigan State was literally never ahead the entire game until the clock hit zeros. That here's was my. Outrageous. Here's my
3: question. My question is, what could Harbaugh have done differently?
0: Nothing. Why? Like, absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. All you got to do – no, I've heard so many idiots – some people who are very highly paid to analyze this stuff say, oh, what they should have done is snap the ball, run around, and just throw it up in the air. What, are you kidding me? No, that's, that's the terrible. most asinine thing yeah. to do. What drove me crazy, I'm sitting there, I was watching the game with Jen, and she, you know, again, she listens to all my BS with this. I said, Michigan State doesn't even have anybody back. They're rushing 11. They are blocking this kick or the game is over. I said, they got to get one guy back to at least fair catch it and give the guys the shot to the end zone. Yeah. They were coming after it no matter what. All Michigan had to do there was just catch, kick, and that's it. The fact that you know NCAA officials are coming out telling everybody to calm down on social media about the you know with this punter lay off of him with the death threats and all that stuff that's crazy.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I'm where were they? They were around the forty yard line, right? Yeah, like thirty five, forty, ten seconds left. Mm-hmm. What do you do? I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. Obviously, it didn't work. I, I don't know. I just feel like if you punt the ball, you have to a snap it correctly, b not get it blocked. Well, obviously, C, have the punter catch it cleanly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I would much rather defense a Hail Mary than a punt return. You said they had nobody back. That's fair enough. I mean, they easily could have had somebody back, and I feel like that would have probably been the prudent play to have somebody return it. The Eagles beat the Giants uh, about seven years ago on a, uh, yeah. a Brian Westbrook punt return with, like, 10 seconds to go. Yeah. So why not just, like, I don't know, Run like hike it, run around, try and kill the clock around the 35 or 40. And if you kill the clock, great, you win the game. If you don't, they still have to complete a Hail Mary.
0: But no, so you're on the 40 there. If you're, on, still, if you're on the other team's 20, then yeah, you snap it and you bust it back and you just yeah. try and outrun everybody for a little bit. I, I, no, I see what you're saying. I don't I, see why I mean, they ever just, do that, first of all. Punting was probably
3: the correct play. But I, I don't know. It just... Ten seconds is the weirdest amount of time to have left.
0: But these coaches, and, uh, you know, everyone's all over Harbaugh now as being one of the the best coaches, and it's hard to argue. You see his numbers, what he did at Stanford, totally turned that team around. Mm -hmm. Came into San Fran, totally turned that team around. And what he's doing at Michigan now is unprecedented. Three shutouts, three weeks in a row, unbelievable. Uh, And it's tough to second-guess a coach like this, but they never do stuff like that, these coaches. They never snap it and just run backwards. I know ten seconds doesn't seem that long when you got you know eleven guys chasing you. It might be, but that's not a bad play if you can pull it off. You have to be hundred percent confident. Otherwise, you're giving them a chip shot field goal or whatever it may be to win the game. It's like at the end of game basketball oh, right. games. Yeah, what were they down two? Yeah. Oh. When you give coaches at the end of games, you're up by three. foul the guy. That 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 doesn't. I don't get that. That I feel like that's becoming a bigger debate over the last couple of years. It's it's pretty simple. I understand you wanna have your D hold it down. It doesn't always do that. You foul a the guy, there is no chance that they are gonna tie or go ahead in that in that time. Sure, they could get into one. If your defense gets a stop, then you can make it a two possession game. And I know we're getting a little off topic here, but it always drives me crazy when they don't foul. Well, it just goes to show that and this is the
3: beautiful thing about sports, is end game strategy still has not been perfected. Yeah. It's still apples and oranges. It's still a debate on how you do this or how you do that, and that's the fun thing. Like it, with all this, all the sabermetrics and all the fucking analytics and all the math that goes into this crap. Now yeah. it's good to know that it's still it's not black and white. A lot of human you error know? still around. Yeah, are. and it's still, I mean, not even human error. There's just different philosophies on how to do things, and you know, at the end of the day, people are playing these games, and weird things happen when people play sports or people do fucking anything. Weird things happen.
0: Yeah. So I agree. I loved
3: it I thought it was great
0: um, Shifting gears real quick Where I'll probably jump back Oh wait Did you hear game. about the people
3: That threw away their tickets In Vegas Yes I did. Digging through the trash Yeah One guy had like a $30,000 ticket With an 11 team parlay Get out of here Thought he lost that much. Thought he lost
0: Threw it away I never throw those away Even in horse races Where I don't really know What's exactly going on He found I it though I keep them uh, That's great A lot of people left that game You get outside say, so, Oh my god we won I was in there to celebrate Nothing Pretty crazy not the first time that's happened, Miami Heat fans. Um, all right, real quick, shifting gears, baseball. We're going to have a buddy of mine call in shortly. He's an angry Mets fan. KC uh, destroyed Toronto today in game three of the NL ALCS. Sorry. You can't throw Ryan Dickey in, a, in an American
3: League Championship series. All right,
0: Dickey. Uh, Toronto put up two runs. I'm not going to tell you who I bet in that game. The Mets right now. Mets right now are up three to two in the top of the seventh against our Cubs, and we got a caller right now. It's a good buddy of mine, uh, Rob, from New York, living in L.A. I like to call him Angry Mets Fan. What's up, Rob?
2: Angry Mets Fan. That's it. See, look at that tone angry- already.
0: You're coming in firing, ready to roll.
2: <laughs> no, Angry Mets Fan, my dear, my dear, dear favorite Caucasian. It's not <laughs> anger
0: here. <laughs> what is it? It's, it's all love right was- now. Huh? It's all up. It's, it's all nothing- love.
2: It's all Mets right now, sir. Three to two. DeGrom is dealing. DeGrom
0: is that. dealing. Your two, three, and four hitters are like eight for twelve right now. Things are good for you, huh?
2: <laughs> Things are fantastic, and Murphy <laughs> is the man. That
0: that, that I can't argue the man. about. The man. That I cannot argue man. with. He is putting up. Uh, he's putting up Carlos Beltran numbers right now in the playoffs, yeah. breaking every Mets record. Going to be in the running if he keeps this up for a lot of MLB records, which is beyond impressive he had another bomb tonight to go up 1-1 or go that's per- yeah
2: that's right that's yeah. right um i i i was just telling this dude at the bar i really think he's hitting himself out of the Mets.
0: Uh, he For might next, be yeah you know what i mean
2: well that's yeah, what beltran I mean,
0: that's did better. beltran hit himself out of houston and then was mediocre after that got the big contract
2: yeah 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 i'm 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 really impressed with mark man i i'm just loving it um and it's just really so great that you and I are going to be talking for a few years to come about how great this Mets or these Metropolitans are going to be, and I'm just I'm I'm urging you to jump on the bandwagon to support the number Ugh, one team yeah. in New York baseball.
0: Uh, Rob, I know you do. I, like you're a pretty smart guy, especially when it comes to sports. You got the you got the sexy voice, all that. I get that. You're sitting here with a New Yorker and a Philly guy. Yeah, okay? I mean, there's
3: literally. I only hate one team in all of professional sports and it's the Mets being a Phillies fan. I mean it's the, it, I oh. just I just have hated the Mets oh. my entire life.
1: So I'm, I'm actually
3: saying, rooting I'm for saying. them right now cuz I want their fucking hearts ripped out in the World Series. It's going to come eventually. Oh. I know this, you know oh, this. Oh no,
2: it's not. No, I know I know you want to believe that, sir. I I know you do, <laughs> but no, it's really not going to happen this time around. I mean the Mets mm-hmm. I really think the Mets are destined to be world champions this season, dude. I want Doc and Daryl to, to have... fall off the <laughs>
3: wagon, hard. No, no,
2: no, no, no. We have the best. We pretty much have the best pitching staff in baseball right now. And I know all you haters out there is going to be talking all this mess, all this gang. I deal with Scavati off the air all the time. That's how <laughs> our, our friendship, our brother has been based on. Our brotherhood has been based on. But come on,
1: Scavati. Come on.
0: All right, I'll Hoping say this. The bandwagon. First of all, there's no way in hell I would even ever consider hopping on the bandwagon. That's the, one of the okay. – and again, this is what I will say. You're a smart dude. There's zero chance that will ever happen. Um, <laughs> one thing that I will say, and I'm, I know you're dying to talk about how the Mets and the Yankees, this and that. Two things jump out to me right now. One, I don't remember Curtis Granderson being this active on the base path when he was with us. I'm going to say that. That yeah. I'm a little fired okay. up about. You're always trying to get me riled up. That pisses me off. Good to see the old man running, swiping some bases. The other thing I'll say is this. As much as I want to see the Cubs, Blue Jays, I don't want to give a shit about the Blue Jays, uh, when the Red Sox beat us in 04. 4-2 Mets now, by the way. 4-2 Mets. Go Go ahead. There we go. Uh, When they beat us in 04, they were a team that just messed around, didn't give a shit. We had a few more teams that have come along in the past 10 years, and that's the attitude. That's what seems to be working. That's what you guys have right now. You guys have zero fear the pitchers you guys have beaten and the home runs that Murphy has hit off of Greinke, Kershaw, uh, and Arietta And Lester. All, and all, Lester. I mean, at
2: the end of the day, let, let's, let's keep it real, fellas. All Cy Young talk like we can talk Cy Young guys, right? Like Cy Young winners, you know, Cy Young candidates, right? Right? We can say that, right? Absolutely. Go ahead. Go ahead. Right?
0: We can do. we got gotcha. you.
2: Murph. Okay, okay. I, I I just don't think there's anybody left that really like really I'm uh how am I say there's nobody left that really scares me either on Kansas City side or Toronto side. And, and it looks like looks like Kansas City's gonna win. They just totally destroyed Toronto today. So. They
0: Destroyed them. And I mean the bats are slowing down a little bit for Toronto. As a Yankee fan, I know that the bats go away in October. You know, pitching yeah. prevails. Uh the exactly. thing that does worry me, if I could be objective for one second, Kansas City does n- they they never leave anybody on base? They do everything right, and I feel like after every game, even today, Toronto's sitting there going, "Shit, what did we do wrong there?" Aside from starting R. A. Dickey, yeah, and whoever came in after him, Kansas City just seems to do every single thing right. Unlike you know when you guys beat the Dodgers, the biggest play in that series was I think it was Murphy taking third base when nobody was covering. That was that the that won league, you guys that
2: game. The the little league play,
0: yeah. 5-2 now Mets, by the way. Dude, what happened to the days
3: The days of betting the under in the playoffs was the lock of the fucking century. It was just, oh, the, the Major League Baseball playoffs are here. I'm just going to bet the under in every game, and I'm going to win a ton of money. Every game goes over. I yeah. mean,
0: where's the fucking pitching?
3: Does anybody have
0: any heart anymore? Can anybody, like, get anybody out? I agree. I mean, they, Kershaw's got to be having a meltdown. He had a meltdown after last year. Bumgarner had his yeah. postseason that he was supposed to have. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, now I got to ask you about this. Do you feel bad in the slightest ripping all these Cubbies fans' hearts out? I mean, the rivalry between the Mets and the Cubs isn't there, but these Cubs need it, man.
2: Okay, so I was I was saying to a, a homie of mine who's born and raised in Shy Town, fellas, if they were playing anybody else, I'd be rooting for
0: them. All Right. Yeah.
2: And that's real. That's real talk. If it was if it was anybody else, I'd be. Rooting for them. But I mean, come on, Scavati, you and I go back and forth for years. You know what I mean? How often can? How often have you known me or any Met fan to say that we, we're legit, man. We're good. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I'm beside myself. But see, that's squad. what like, the two
0: guys sitting at this table who you're talking to. That's we love hearing that because we know the end is near. We know it might be a a four zero comeback from the Cubs. It might be not this series, but in the World Series when Eric Hosmer rips your heart out. We know it's coming. So when you guys start talking like this, it's great. Let me ask you this. I sent you a video today. Did you happen to watch it?
2: Oh, yeah, I watched it. All right. It's getting replayed all over. Good. Man. We're going to put
0: it up here at our next commercial. How do you feel about your boy, Bartolo Colon, who can't even stand in spikes, pitching for you guys game five?
2: i am I'm perfectly fine with it. I'm perfectly fine with it. And you know what? He's going to deal, too. He's going to deal. You heard it. All right. You heard it. I don't take it back. He's going to deal.
0: All right. You guys are up 5-2 right now, and I got nothing left. You, your Mets are playing awesome. They, that's, uh, that's all I can say. You know, and I,
2: as and it, my dear Yankee fan, my dear favorite Silver Fox, please jump on the bandwagon. <laughs> I want to see you in a Mets jersey. Please jump on that so bandwagon. That'll never Fox. have. The Recognize only time.
0: The only time I've ever worn a Mets jersey is when my dad woke me up in that October night in 1986 and said something good is about to happen here, and we saw that ball go through Bill Buckner's legs. That was it. That That's the fun. only time. Yeah. <laughs> I was there in 2001 <laughs> at Shea when we beat you guys to win the World Series. I was there a few times. Uh, great rivalry on your end. For us, we don't really care about you guys. You know, <laughs> you should. It you should. It's like a you JV team for- competing with a varsity team. That never happens.
2: Oh, uh, Scavati. This is Get <laughs> used to this Cavati. for the next 10 years, 5 to 10. It's going to be all Mets in New York. Hey, so like you, you said before, it,
0: not when Murphy's playing for the Dodgers next year.
2: <laughs> he won't be playing for them, that's first of all. <laughs> Second of all, enjoy it, brother. I want you both of you to enjoy what you're seeing. Enjoy Metropolitan Baseball. And you're going to be hearing that a lot. Oh, and, and let me remind both of you, Zach Wheeler's coming back next season.
0: Yeah, That's see that like that. That does nothing for anybody except you guys. Like I, uh-uh. I'm looking at a Philly guy right now. He doesn't even know Zach Wheeler is. Did he? Uh, <laughs> no, did, I thought he took the year off to grow his hair out. So <laughs> he's he got to catch up so to the rest gets, of the crew with all that so he lettuce fit on that in with the,
3: t- Yeah, the rest of those clowns. Jesus.
2: Oh my goodness. Enjoy it. Enjoy
3: the, it. Hate. Enjoy hey. it.
2: Enjoy it, fellas. <laughs> hey. Last question hey. for you,
0: and then we got to let you go. If you're a professional athlete, are you drag racing your car? Uh, no. Okay. Marshawn Lynch and Fred Jackson just crashed their cars, drag racing down oh, a street. Cool. Yeah, I don't know where they were. I'm guessing somewhere in Washington. Bunch of idiots. Cool. You get a car. Like, what are they thinking? What are they thinking? I don't know why one of them is driving a Corvette, too. Step it up a little bit.
2: All I- right. I see. Thank, thanks for telling me. You know, I can't even – that's a whole other conversation right there. It's body,
0: right? All right. Rob, we got to get you on again, especially if somehow the Mets end up winning this series and possibly even the next one. I don't want to say those other two words that come uh, after uh, this.
2: I, I know you don't want to say it, brother, but when when the Mets are world champions, I will be calling both of you and laughing. If the Mets – if the
0: Met, how about this? If the Mets win the world championship, you have an open invitation to come on the show and do whatever the hell you want. Come in studio. In, yeah, on the show.
2: Absolutely. Oh. Is, is that a promise? That, that is, is a promise.
3: promise. Absolutely.
2: I, I will see you guys in a couple of weeks, baby. <laughs> Prepare for nothing but chocolate flavor all on four Airways. We
0: got chocolate flavor coming in later, baby, so you're going to have to step it up. You got some competition. We got some CSI <laughs> chocolate flavor later, all right?
2: <laughs> it doesn't get more chocolate than this, baby.
0: <laughs> all right, my man. Thank, thank you, you for the calling. Call, nice win tonight. Good but, luck with Cologne.
2: Thanks. Much love, fellas. Much love. Much love, Scavati. You know what's
0: up, baby. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you tomorrow. You know it. All right, tip.
2: Oh, that
3: was great. That was great. <laughs> he is euphoric, man. He's awesome.
0: He's uh, every day. I get a. I get something on my Facebook or Twitter or something. I mean, these Mets fans are going nuts right now. I, I got to
3: admit, just his like infectious personality made me gotcha. hate the Mets <laughs> a little less. So kudos to Rob. Uh, I hope just, he's listening. Yeah, live right just now. for just for the, that, that was pretty. That was pretty funny.
0: Uh no, I mean now that he's off the air, I mean I hate to say it uh, again. Being I'm a diehard Yankee fan, but being as objective as possible, tough to stop this Mets team. It's going to be Mets Royals. It's going to be a battle. Um,
3: yeah, it's going to be a slugfest. I I, I agree with him. I don't think the Royals have the pitching to stop the Mets. Are just hit? They're just raking they're just right hitting now. The ball. They're and, raking.
0: But here's the thing: is so is Kansas City. They get yeah. guys on. They move them over. They hit and run at the right time. Yeah, but it's, look it's who I mean impressive to watch
3: uh, again. Like take the Mets part out of it. I mean, dude. I hate the Mets, you hate the Mets, I get it. But, man, they are fucking good. These pitchers are not breaking. You keep waiting for these young guys to, like, become mortal again and feel the moment.
0: DeGrom's throwing a four-hitter tonight. Their two, three, and four-hitters, Wright, Murphy, and Cespedes, are 8 of 12. Dude, you're not losing any games when those guys go 8 of 12. DeGrom threw
3: 30 pitches in the first inning tonight.
0: And then just kind of like the Dodger game. First inning, trouble, boom, settled down, battled yeah he's thrown sixty one for ninety three strikes or ninety three pitches for sixty one for strikes already unbelievable and they're moving Cespedes Granderson on the move stealing bases it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a fun if you're you know not a baseball fan tune in these games are great toronto you know the bash the joey bats bat flip happened after our last show um the Unwritten rules in baseball drive me insane. Fucking I hated that. The bat drive flip was insane. awesome. The bat flip was phenomenal. Phenomenal. If I'm a pitcher in a game like that and you hit a, not only a home run off of me, that was a bomb, like 478 feet, something absurd. Yeah, and a huge moment. Take your time running around the bases. Do whatever the hell you want. Flip your bat. It. Th- the thing that gets me is that drives people crazy, okay? But when these batters take 20 minutes to get into the box and get ready, nobody gives a shit. Pitchers don't care. But no. all of a sudden, if you step over one line then the, the both benches clear.
3: That whole inning was ridiculous because uh, the Rangers got that run off Russell Martin throwing the ball back yeah. to the pitcher but hitting, hitting Shin
0: chu in the bat. His bat, yeah. Uh, I mean, And it, nobody you know. knew what the hell they were doing except for Ben Revere, the one person on the field who they'd be like, if he didn't know, they'd be like, oh, he's a young kid. He's, you know, second, third year. He doesn't know what he's doing. He was the first one to say, boom, I'm taking this. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. Fun game to watch. That was a fifty-four, and this is this will turn people off from baseball. It was a fifty-four-minute seventh inning that day. Yeah, but it was a great inning. It was a I mean, phenomenal was kind of inning, was compelling. There's stuff, and you know it's great. Again, I'll say this: you break a record in football. Football hasn't been around that long. When you start talking about breaking records or greatest of all time in baseball, that means something. It's been around for what one hundred and forty years. Yeah. When you have both announcers saying, "Have you ever seen anything like this before in your forty years of announcing, commentating?" and they say, "No, not even close." Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive.
3: I mean, it goes back to the Michigan State thing. We haven't seen everything yet, right? I mean, sh- shit is going to happen every week. That's just weird. Why would that kid and try and
0: kick the ball? Just go down. I know it's, a, it's the heat. You know moment. why? Because he's Australian. Oh, he thinks he could turn on it. Huh? Yeah,
3: yeah. There's some like Aussie rules football thing going on in his head, probably. That's crazy. I mean,
0: what a uh, what a finish. I know we're gonna, you know Morgan's going to be on in a couple minutes. We're going to talk about that with him. I'm Do you think sure Morgan
3: will blame Daryl Bevel for the drag racing. It of course,
0: on. he'll he'll blame Darren Bevel for us going to commercial right now if he's not ready to come in here, and he should because I don't know if he'll want to. I'm just, actually he will. I want to talk about uh, that Seattle game. Tough game for Seattle. Everybody's uh, everybody's off of Seattle right now. Two and four on the season. We're gonna get that in a little bit. If you are listening right now. After the show. Obviously, we are live. Get us on Facebook, on Twitter at mostly sports, at Instagram mostly sports. We are on SoundCloud. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. That's what we need you to do. And um get on to com. Get us on a message board. Give us a three, call.
3: 323
0: 3836-2826. Two eight two. Eight four three two eight Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um. And we are Gonna take a quick break right now. Coming back, Morgan's gonna be back in studio talking a little more football.
1: When I get to the bottom, I go back to the top of the slide. We'll stop and Panaton.
0: Alright, welcome back to Mostly Sports. Thanks again for Rob for calling in. We are back with the trio. Morgan's back in the studio. What's up, dude? What up? How are we doing? You okay with that loss this weekend? Get no. right into it. No,
4: I'm not. Played what football-
0: were you thinking watching that game and all this cam talk about MVP now?
4: Well, uh no. No. <laughs> I mean he's threw two picks in the game. Let's be clear. It's it's uh, it's real simple. Same story every week. Oh coordinator, learn how to get first downs. So um, when you play scared, Jay, you know this, Mike, you know this, you're going to lose the game. You're, you're hanging on to leads, uh, you know, take the football down the field and score again and end it. You know, it's like, you know, at the end of a, like uh, any movie, like Terminator is a great example. Kill the villain. Finish it off. Yeah. Yeah. Like don't, don't hang out and make out and kiss and hug while Terminator's still sitting there with a little bit of life.
0: So you're trying to say that Russell Wilson and crew are going Hollywood on everybody by Uh, trying to keep it interesting?
4: Well, it's just, you know, it's this weird combination of trying to be overly innovative and then really, really basic on offense. I mean, both both weeks, last couple weeks, a couple first downs, you win. Real simple. And you're not going to your go-to guys. I mean, Jimmy Graham had a great game going. I mean, yeah, you got what you wanted. Like, you
3: asked Jimmy Graham to have targets, and they finally got some targets this week. Right. So that
4: that was good. They they moved the huddle around in the first half for the first time ever, you know, putting Russell on the move. But for whatever reason, at the end of the game, you know, he's just stuck in the pocket. They're doing seven-step drops. And, you know, a lot of these defenses now, three or four years in with Russell, they know to just not overrun him. You know, especially teams that have played us a lot. Carolina, we played every single year, including the playoffs, like four or five times since Russell came into the league. So, you know, teams like the Rams, same thing. That's why those are always tough games because they know us. Why do tight ends destroy Seattle? Every week I feel like tight ends are just like, just they're
3: running loose right down the middle. Greg Olson, wide open, like the whole game it felt like.
4: I think they just, they basically what they do is because the linebackers are really good, they give them a shot to go one on one against really good tight ends. So I think. It, but are they
3: really good? All these tight ends are tearing up the Seahawks.
4: No, I mean they're not. They're not good enough to to guard the best tight ends. So if it's Gronkowski in the Super Bowl, if it's Greg Olson and Bobby Wagner was out this week, there's too much confidence. I mean that's another issue is that our our, our D coordinators knew. Like, he was the defensive back coach last year. You know, obviously, um, you know what's going on in Atlanta is a little bit because you know they have our D coordinator now. Did you play Greg Olsen in fantasy like I told you to do?
3: I did actually. So did you have like did you feel Nice call, nice call. How'd you feel? Like did you feel like, It was the, was the epitome that like of a, a silver
4: lining. All like, right, so you were okay with it. I was, like, I was really mad about the play. Yeah. And then I was, like, it was literally a consolation prize. I was just, like, well... I mean, because it's not like Barnage didn't score. He scored, still scored 18. Um, but I just, you know, he, he didn't even Fuck get guarded. He, he, he didn't even get guarded.
0: Look at now a quick, start, a quick stat talking about your secondary. Kim, Through two interceptions, uh, and was one for nine on passes fifteen plus yards downfield. Though I mean those are RG three stats; those are awful. Bothers me when people put him in the MVP conversation. No, I mean he he he
4: was standing back. Why does it
3: bother you? They have the longest regular season winning streak, season winning streak going right now in the NFL. I think they've won like seven consecutive regular season games, maybe more, maybe like nine. I forget what the number was. I saw it uh this morning. Well they had a good The run guy's last a winner. Year. I mean, give the guy like the guy is a winner. Is this a is, is this like a character right now you're doing? No, or this, are you being this, serious? No, I'm being dead serious because That's, a, that's the
0: most bullshit stat I've ever heard. From, He's a winner? From, How? From, because if you're that good of a uh, ball player, you're going to the playoff. You're you're uh, you're gonna keep that rolling. Can, can I can
3: I like elaborate on my point a little bit? Please go. All right.
0: He's surrounded by nothing.
3: Okay? Like literally nothing. Jonathan Stewart was a good running back like seven years ago <laughs> that's while true, he was man. in college. And okay. he was still a borderline. The other yeah, John Stewart, Stewart retired first. Yeah, exactly. And then who's he throwing the ball to? Ted Ginn Jr., uh, Devin Funchess, you know, a bunch of bum Jericho Cottry, formerly of your Jets. He's got Greg Olson, who's very good. But who I, still,
0: I didn't know was still in the league. Cottry. Point being is,
3: it's kind of like my Lashawn McCoy thing. I hate Lashawn McCoy because he can't. He doesn't have a nose for the end zone. We were talking about this last week on the show, I believe, right? Or we we're just talking about it like in no, passing we were. you and I. You know, there's just guys that have a nose for like making plays and getting across that line and scoring points. Cam Newton has that intangible, and I love that about him.
0: All right, so let me ask you this. The exact opposite of what you just described is Andy Dalton, okay? What happens if you take Cam Newton, put him on that Bengals team, and vice versa?
3: Oh, that Bengals team is still great. But the, the Panthers are maybe – they're not even close to 500 with Andy Dalton.
0: You just go still great or that much better with uh, Cam Newton playing? Cam Newton is exponentially better than Andy Dalton. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. So that team gets – and those are the two guys right now in the talk. Obviously, you have your Rodgers and them for the MVP conversation. So why are you hating on Cam Newton then? I'm not. I think that stat's absurd. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if he's MVP caliber. Like a stat like that, the no, one for not. nine on throws 15 yards. After, I know he's going against uh, – what I'll say now is not a great secondary, a good secondary, because of what's happening. Uh, you got to be better than that. Aaron Rodgers doesn't go one of nine. Dude, he went field. into
3: Seattle and won a game, the hardest place to go yeah, win like, a football game. That's right. But and Tony you're Romo sure ripping some arcane third down passing. Stat no, but it,
4: and, it is the Andy Dalton rule. Until you win a clutch game in the playoffs, you're you're not anything. Uh, Tony Romo is the same thing. He's won two playoff games. Cam won one last year, and he went into Seattle and threw a pick six. At, you know, at his at our ten yard line. Cam
3: Newton hasn't had twenty percent of the fucking talent that Andy Dalton and Tony Romo has had around but, him.
0: But that's the thing. You, you see, people turn their eyes up when you say, "All right, we got to put Dan Marino in the best ever conversation." Those people that were around in the 80s and watching, they say, yeah, absolutely. But guys like us would say, no, 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 he didn't hear he never won a championship. That's out. That's such a huge benchmark, especially nowadays. Obviously, Cam has a lot of time to go. It's, it's so it's does totally Dalton, dead. not Romo. Yeah, but that, Actually, he, Dalton doesn't have here, that much time here's either. Here's the
4: difference, though. Carolina's D is exponentially better than the Bengals' D and also Dallas' D. The Bengals
3: were predicated on defense for years. That's what Marvin Lewis yeah, but is. They they have a it. coach. Yeah, they've had a great defense
4: statistically. Right I don't now, whose defense is, is better out of those three? Carolina, without question. Uh, I wouldn't say without question. You get better field position. There's a lot of other aspects. That's the same reason why people critique Russell Wilson well, because the D is so good. Obviously, Cam
3: Newton's not doing it by himself. It's the, it's the Peyton Manning thing. The reason the Broncos are winning is because the, okay. p- the Denver defense is great. I mean, it's a team effort. I'm simply saying that offensively, Cam Newton is d- surrounded by drag, and he's, he's performing every week and willing that team to victory pretty much by himself.
4: Okay, and all I'm saying is that Russell has done that without anybody also. Okay.
3: I mean, I'd argue Marshawn Lynch is a pretty good player. He's okay. Yeah, I mean, he's
4: court, not, he's not your, a bad player.
3: Your, your
0: wide receivers are all right. Lockhead, yeah, but then Baldwin, you, but you, you counter right. that
4: with the fact that the O-line's been shit for three years.
0: But in, in 15, 20 and, and years- It doesn't help Russell, s- Russell at all. In 15, it, 20 years, years, and we're still s- debating this, are we going to say, say Brady good. hasn't had many people either? I'm just saying- Even that, like, though he's still one of the best of all time, he hasn't had a marquee running back in 10 years. Is that going to be part of that conversation or no? he
4: he didn't have a clutch game. He made one throw that was a flag football throw to Greg Olson, who was wide open. Who's a premier tight end. So I mean, if he if he continues to prove it, you know, maybe this is his year. And he's still young. I think the whole I don't disagree I, that he's not. I think he's good, and I think he's tough. I actually i I would like to see him do it in crunch time. That's all I'm saying. He just that's huge. It, he just did it in crunch time.
3: He just. Against, game a, two winning, and, against a, game, a two and four
4: team, right? game yeah. Drive Bobby and, and Wagner's and the, out. We lost. Four uh, team. You know, we have half right. the guys we have. They're five
3: deep, and zero. I'm just saying, like lay off seven. the guy. Like sometimes you just got to yeah. give a guy a break. We don't have to just tear a guy down. Yeah, I don't, think, for, like, I don't think he's don't Yeah, but I would they're take five him. this is not the time times, to
4: rip Cam Newton. Ten times out of ten, I would take him over Andy Dalton. So I'm with you on that. Yeah, I'd go nine. Yeah, my only point is they're five and zero.
3: Uh, you know, it's this is not the time to tear him down. You
0: don't tear him down, but uh, I don't know. I don't he know had about a good the argument. Game. He had a good game, yeah. not a great game. I don't know about the argument that he doesn't have anybody around him. I, I hate that argument. You know, okay. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't like that. That's it. Nothing. You know, against you. I just think <laughs> it's a team. It's a team. That's it. Brady hasn't yeah. had many marquee players either. Still one of the best of yeah, all time. He keeps winning championships.
3: You know. Yeah, but why? Why can't you make the argument that if uh, Tom Brady had. Emmanuel Sanders and Demarius Thomas.
0: Oh, you can. They were supposed to have Larry Fitzgerald every year yeah. for the last twelve. You know, I mean, that's, 10, that's 12 a 12 viable
3: conversation. The fact that he's thrown the agree. ball to Deion
4: Branch and Kimbrell Tompkins. Yeah. And that's a good example, the G- Deion Branch thing. Uh, you Because know. Seattle had to deal with him after Tom Brady made him look good. I hate a, lot of, a lot of people have had to deal with a lot of players after Belichick
0: makes him look good. A lot of over-the-hill guys, a lot of a lot of everything.
4: I have a, I have a fun stat for you guys, NFL-wise. If you guys want to hear it? Fire. So 2 point conversion attempts per game this year versus last year. What do you guys think? I can give you I'll give you what last Wait. year's per game was. Wait, what's the question? Frame it frame it a little bit better. <laughs> um just the increase how many how many more 2 point conversion attempts are there, are there this been, year versus last year? I'll say What's the what's the the X factor? Like the the additional attempts? Uh, a multiple. I would say they're probably double what they were last year. That's exactly right.
3: Oh. Boom. Ding, ding, ding.
4: Okay, so percentage points, extra point, make percentage. Last year it was 99.35. Give me a percentage on 2015. 98.67. 89.9. Okay. Let's meet in the middle. We're at 94.99. So a five percentage point drop. Uh, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fifteen yards. Yeah, so it's it's making an impact. So I, what I was trying to do is like look at mostly intern pulled these for us, but look at like if that drop in percentage of the makes for the for the extra points is significant, which it seems that it is, then the there should be an increase in two point conversion tries. Probably a lot of that is probably Pittsburgh, but
3: yeah, but I, I you P- have to P- think. Pittsburgh is solely responsible for that number, pretty
0: much <laughs>
4: potentially in prime time too but just interesting but all the field goal misses in addition to the fact that there's extra point misses that coaches are probably thinking about a lot more irrespective of being fourth quarter and using that stupid chart. So, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that or not.
3: No, I mean it's again, it goes back to the conversation of, you know, that's good to hear. That makes me happy that more coaches are going for two cuz that means the mindset is changing and people are trying new ways to do things. This fucking Jim Caldwell coach of the Lions got away with the most ridiculous coaching decision of all time. It won't get talked about because they somehow won that game. But 4th and 4 on the 15 going in with 2 minutes and 30 seconds to go down by 7. He kicked a field goal. In what fucking world is that even close to the right play? That's it's right. not. <laughs> I mean, it's asinine the fact that he did that. Kicked the field goal, got a 3 and out because teams, that's another thing we that is near and dear to your heart. These teams just run the ball three times, don't even try and get a first down, i.e. the Seahawks. They just clam up. All teams clam up with a lead and are afraid to actually go get a first down. Right. So, like the fucking Bears, Matt Forte falls down three times. They get the ball
4: back, score a touchdown.
3: So I I'd mean, love to
4: see the playbook for these teams when they like have a lead. Like, does the playbook just absolutely change? And I, the- I,
0: I I would think that what you just said, coaches would say, absolutely not. It does not change. But it does. It a hundred percent does. does. Yes. Absolutely, it does. It drives me crazy. Fourth and one, you could end the game or maybe give your opponents a chance, you don't have that much confidence in your Pro Bowl running back to get you one yard, and your top ten offensive line to get you one yard. I know. And I know know part of it is for entertainment for us. We don't like watching guys punt and all that stuff and drop back into a dime, prevent formation. But, you know, go for it. Yeah. Panthers, by the way, ranked seventh in defense in uh, the NFL. Denver is ranked fourth. You know who number one is? Who you got? Hmm. The J E T
4: S Jets. Jets. Jets yeah. Yes. Once he started smirking, yeah. <laughs> I should have known. <laughs> I mean, that was kind of predicted. I mean, you know, unlike the, they're actually fulfilling on their promise. Unlike the Bills, who the Jets lose to?
0: Um. Uh, Just said. I gotta look. The Eagles. Oh, that's right, the Eagles,
3: and that's the Eagles hard. are going to beat Carolina next Sunday night.
0: Jets nine points and they're getting off. in New England. Ten o'clock start East. Nine points that's a lot. That is that's a lot, lot of points. points. You got to take those points. What's, What's the, the over under? Uh, not out yet. Huh. I mean, they have the projections. I don't know the exact number. So, 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 I guys, okay, within three
4: or four. I have to bring it back to the Seahawks, but big Thursday night game. This is this could decide so the season Okay, so Forty Nine ers. Seahawks at Forty Nine ers, I believe. Yeesh. It's gonna be the ugliest game. It's not gonna, it's not gonna be ever. fun.
0: Should we play? No. We should play some tennis Thursday night. Not watch that debacle. I'll be bartending.
3: <laughs> that might be. I might actually put baseball on the TV that night. Oh, is your
4: new friend gonna be there? be flying to town. Was his name Troy? <laughs> Who's that? The guy from Saturday Night. Oh, Robert, Robert, Robert from Texas. <laughs> oh man, this Good. guy was a character,
3: dude. So we're sitting there. Morgan's sitting at the bar with uh, our buddy TJ. And this guy comes comes in super hot. Just so like, hot. just so hot with like his Texas longhorn shirt on. He's like, Hey, can you throw on the uh I don't even know what game you ASU want ASU game. ASU game. And you know, more, we're watching the U game. Morgan went to U Morgan's like, No, we're watching this game. I went to U this dude, like, turns his head, doesn't even look at Morgan. He goes, yeah, great, congratulations. <laughs> just totally. And then, like, goes back
4: to Jay as if <laughs> I don't know Jay. And I'm, like, literally, like, no, dude, I came down here to watch this game, and that's my school. And but, then he still wouldn't look at me. And he's, and he's like, I said, congratulations. I was, like, I didn't just graduate. Just complete disdain for you. I didn't just graduate. <laughs> yeah, this isn't, like, a new, like, that's my motherfucking school. Congratulations. So, so you can slow your roll and then he then he tried to make it sound like he actually was being authentic i was like i don't think you are but let's let's take a step back and then get to know each other and then the and guy ends up ha-
3: hangs out with us all night all night went to multiple bars with us really cool guy
4: he's probably listening to the show right now Yeah, that's true jacob gave him, a, gave him a card
3: gave him a card he was he was nice. a cool guy
4: good 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 dude not bad in the end just came in hot came in hot you can't do that, especially with this crew. Are you kidding me? But he
0: did. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> he and he and
3: he won everybody over. And then he tried to apologize and TJ goes, dude, don't apologize. It was fucking great what you
4: did. It really yeah, was. It really was. I mean the guy he, the guy owned it. Dude. He actually said that he he hates everyone in LA. And I was like, Well, no one in this bar is from LA or cares. And that's when that's when the walls came down. You should have said, congratulations. <laughs> the, wa- the walls
3: who <laughs> are you, Hasselhoff? I don't know. <laughs> Teared <laughs> It's a Berlin Wall reference
4: right there. You know, he sang on that wall in nineteen eighty nine. He did. I think well, he actually well, I said it. He actually brought the wall down. He's a huge, huge fan base in Germany. Who was more responsible for ending
3: the Cold War? Rocky, Balboa, or David Hasselhoff?
0: In real oh, life, I thought you were ha- gonna throw Reagan. Said, it's over. If, if it's no. Rocky, done. <laughs> that's, that's it's it. Rocky.
4: It's yeah, definitely Rocky. Rocky Four. Rocky um, Four, classic. Did you watch the Michigan Michigan State game? Were you watching that live? I didn't watch it live. Um, but I saw the highlights, and it was motherfucking crazy. I mean, that was a ridiculous play. I The one thing that I noticed, which I thought was impressive, there's one guy or two guys from Michigan that made legitimate attempts to run that guy down. When everyone else on the team had their head up their ass. They were shocked, yeah. But when that guy made the cutback, and that guy actually made a pretty good block on the one guy left, because if he would have got tackled right there, it could have been game over. It would have been game over. Yeah. Time would have expired. But, like, number 88 or whoever he was, he just was coming. And he actually hit the kid right at the one and punched pretty hard at the ball. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, the guy running it back did a good job of holding on to it. Because I was like, that guy legitimately like had a shot at knocking yeah. the ball out or you know hit, hitting that kid down but i good. wish
3: michigan state wasn't covering at the time what it do you mean because they were covering yeah. the spread already they were getting they what were four and a half getting four and a half yeah maybe even a little bit more by game time that thing might have gone up to like six and a half by game time
0: it jumped around I, mean, I think it was up to actually six and a half seven by game time you know right, go ahead but yeah it would have been
4: more fun if, if they were was, yeah so if they were outside gambling. the number in that what like, happens to that punter He's guess
3: like he's Australian. he doesn't give a shit. Australians just let things roll off their back. like he could probably beat everybody up anyway. Australians are pretty tough dudes. yeah uh,
0: I mean NCAA officials and Michigan front office or not front office, whatever they're called in college, uh, administrative people are going all over trying to basically tell everyone to lay off this game with the death threats and all that stuff. It's gotten pretty intense, apparently. So people are but coming at him. People for don't sure. give a shit because people want to see what happens with Lamar Odom. So nobody cares about this poor punter. I, I
4: actually, I was, I was thinking about it. Is like, is that hard? Is that the coaching staff fault, like for not, like planting in this guy head? If you bobble it, no, drop not it. Not their all. fault at all. It's a coaching staff
0: fault for what happened in the no- in the Indianapolis game with zero. They had a wide receiver snapping to a safety. In that, that trick play that was the worst play in football history, again. Two it went viral, man. It's <laughs> the everywhere. the history of all time. Yeah, but so did Mike Ditka ripping ass on Monday Night Football. <laughs> so it's not too hard to get something going viral.
4: I, right. I haven't heard that yet. How bad is it?
0: I thought it was fake the first time I heard it. Oh, really? It sounded – did you hear it? We might have to no. cue it up and play it during a break or I something. I missed it. It sounded, it sounded so fake, it. and Chris Carter's face during the whole thing is perfect. He's trying not to acknowledge it, but his face is saying, what the F did you just do? Aren't they on delay? Are it they- was loud. But it's a fart. He didn't, you know, go say. Yeah, but bad. I mean. i not to say anything. I mean,
4: I don't know. I, I'm not a, I don't, I don't like fart jokes and that kind of stuff. I think it's just kind of cheesy. So I don't even really want to see it. You should watch it. Why? It's funny. It's funny? It's funny. Chris Carter's face is hilarious. What's he doing? He just like, is he, he,
0: heard, he, heard he already, for- he already finished his thing. Like he didn't have anything left to say, and then Ditka ripped it. <laughs> it was just like, "All right, get this camera off, get the camera off, get the." Camera. Okay, I would love to see the next like three seconds after that.
4: Would have been good. I wonder what he ate that day. Maybe he had a Ooh. a Burger King black burger. Ah, oh, we gotta do that.
0: Is that still? Did they pull that yet? Or no? I, I think, seen I the think it's still out there. It. I think it's through Halloween. Through Halloween, but I think they might have pulled it because everyone's poop was a different color.
2: Wow, <laughs> still so weird. <laughs> um, not a, not
4: a topic Jay appreciates. No, he's he he just that like. Stuff. By the way, DraftKings is almost done, right? So we called it that it was gambling and you guys don't get to play DraftKings anymore? It's not almost
3: done. Let's not say that. Let's not jinx it because the NBA is back and it's well, time I don't play, for me I don't to care. make some money. Oh, I know you don't care. But, like, it's definitely uh, by the end of this acre. week, it's going to be interesting. In Illinois, it's going to be gone. Florida, it's probably going to be gone.
4: Uh, Why Florida?
3: Because Florida's got some There's arcane, some like, gambling rule with the mob, like the mafia. And like the, some bill that was of passed. That, yeah, just too. like a lot of weird shit in Florida and Illinois. And <laughs> Illinois has got a lot of casinos. Same thing with
4: voting out there.
3: So, like, again, the casinos are, are pretty – they're all against DFS because yeah. they want people back betting sports, not playing Daily Fantasy.
0: Which I feel like go hand in hand, you know. Sometimes when I have like an hour or so, I'm going one window is up with Daily Fantasy. The other one I'm looking, I'm like, oh, DeGrom's going tonight against the Phillies. All right, let me throw a little cash on the Mets too. Like that, I feel like that goes hand in hand. Maybe I have a horrible gambling problem. That's why I feel like they go hand in hand. But I feel well, like you're be- you are still bet. You bet online,
3: does. right? You don't bet with a bookie anymore. No, online. Just online. What yeah. site do you use? Give me a shout out. Bovada. Bovada. Did you bet uh, on the the uh, Deflate Gate thing, Al Michaels?
0: No, I saw it. I took the picture of it to send to people because I thought it was a funny line. Uh, minus two fifty for over two and a half times mentioning Deflate, Deflate Gate, Deflated, anything like that. And Al Michaels crushed it in the beginning. Won that bet easy for people. Did Bovada
3: say how many people bet uh, over or under?
0: No, I could probably check. Um, I feel
3: like they got crushed on that prop bet.
0: I feel like, I feel like
4: everyone... Nobody's gonna well, he, go under. well, he knew about nobody it. Nobody would go under. No. He knew about it, so he said it on purpose. And he's got a, Al, He's
3: Al Michaels. He's a fucking god. He's, yeah, a, so he's, he's always always also got a horrible up. gambling yeah.
0: problem. So I'm sure he had quite a nice chunk
4: of change on the over for that one. So. Talk about being able to. You think that ever happens with the, the singers for the national anthem? Yeah, Absolutely, uh, uh, every sure. football game.
3: Why would you even put that prop out? Al Michaels could be like, tell all his buddies, yo, go put 50 grand on the over. I'm going to say it as soon as I start the broadcast.
4: Why aren't yeah. we buddies with him? He wasn't. We were in a, a sauna with him at one point. He tried yeah. to be his buddy, man. I've been in the
0: uh, Admirals Club with him when our flight got canceled to Chicago. He was going to do Monday Night Football.
3: That's pretty cool. Yeah.
4: Fi- final topic maybe before Bam comes on um this whole fred jackson drag race versus uh Very what, pl- what were they driving
0: one was in a corvette
4: yeah it was like a prius fred fred crashed Marshawn kept going and just, just like just, left but then richard Sherman showed up at the site he was probably like a, a medic i don't know you guys just don't care about that story I mean it's stupid. we talked about it a little bit before it's, it's just it stupid like what the what the F is wrong with these guys no, I mean like Paul Walker went on you know some joyride and they were going 150 miles an hour and he died so it's like I don't know why they're pulling that shit like it's obviously dangerous because they're, f- they're two and four they have nothing <laughs> else to do <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah, they're, so they're
0: definitely they're not at practice <laughs>
4: <The> drag <laughs> racing in Seattle I mean it's raining out it's slippery. They're not going it's over their playbook <laughs> apparently not <laughs> I mean, you know Fred Jackson, Jackson sprained his ankle a couple weeks ago I so I don't know what the hell he's doing. so Richard Sherman apparently showed up.
0: he had to help ja- he was the one who helped Jackson out of his car, like with the
4: jaws of life. That's crazy
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean you you want to talk about this same thing with Manziel. more stories coming out about that now the police report is out. cops had a stopped over to the side of the road. he's yell arguing with his girlfriend, alcohol on his breath just went to rehab like this is quite a story. How has Cleveland not dropped him so yet?
3: so a, a guy got into an argument with his girlfriend, yeah wow yeah, this is crazy. huge but, it's huge all right and he uh, had a drink in other news the he sun had a will drink, rise tomorrow and apparently
0: yeah. the girl said on the thing that he hit me a few times no i swear to god that came out today and then it cuts off the little police microphone on the front of the car or whatever what who is, knows i mean this story is, it is the reason why like this pu- story the reason why i'm interested is because details are coming out and it's getting shadier and shadier as it goes i'm a total creeper i
3: follow that girl on instagram um and the day after, she posted, like, a little note on her Instagram about, oh, we're fine, we just got into an yeah. argument,
0: blah, 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 blah. I would stop if somebody was arguing, too. That's what Menzel yeah. said. Yeah. yeah. He's lucky that he's not date- dating Hope Solo. That'd be brutal. Who wins that fight? I actually like put my money on Hope. Hope's a beast, man. She's a Hope beast. Hope is a beast. Um, all right. We're going to be back in a minute. First, I wanted to give a shout-out to Ike's Place. A little while ago on the show, I destroyed Ike's Place for... Putting one slice of ribeye, a very super thin millimeter slice of ribeye in their $12 sandwich they call the Madison Bum Gardener. Uh, And we got into it a little bit on the show about it. I talked to some people at Ike's Place. They were fantastic there, offered to come back in. Give me another sandwich I never took advantage of it Went in today um, Because of our favorite ESPN anchor oh. Jamie Sire no, if, Who is this person? I don't, I don't know who she is I, just said I, she don't was favorite. I know you did now. But I'm being
3: honest I mean, It's a day of honesty right, I had the sandwich It was good <laughs> <laughs> I like honesty I love honesty Who is
0: this person? So Ike's Place Sorry I guess you are not going to be Sponsoring anything involving this show <laughs> no, uh, She has her sandwich would, there It was fantastic I would love to have her on I just don't Moving know who on, she is Moving on We'll be back in a little wait, while Wait wait Thanks. wait
4: wait. One second uh um. um.
0: right, welcome back to Mostly Sports. Uh, Thanks again for Ike's Place for the sandwiches. Uh, Jamie Sire, she has a sandwich. All the San Fran local celebrities apparently have sandwiches. Madison Bumgarner, Jim Rome, and uh, some ESPN people. So thank you again to you guys. In studio right now, we are honored to have a big friend of the show. Bam Hall, how you doing, bud?
5: I'm great, man. Thanks for having me. How you guys doing?
0: We're doing, doing good, doing well, man. It's you great to have you in?
3: on the show, man. We uh, we play a lot of basketball together, you and I, and we've had uh, so many animated conversations yes. about like everything. Yes. So this
5: has uh, been a long time coming. I appreciate it. Uh, you guys are very interesting, man. Sitting in, the, <laughs> sitting in, the, in the green room, this this <laughs> works. I didn't I didn't know how it would work, but it works. JD and I love seeing you behind that mic, man. I Appreciate it, man. I, I appreciate really it. do. I really do. And then Morgan transformed. In the green room, put on his glasses, and, and Mike has this like this this strong like sense of m- masculinity about himself. You know, when it comes to sports, I, I'll I, take it. I like
4: it. That's man. New York. That's I'll New York. York. I like it. What, what about you, man? Like you're on the show as a guest. I, we just watched your uh, episode of uh, CSI Cyber. Yes, on oh. Sunday night, and you killed it. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit more about that?
5: Oh uh, well, I mean. The episode was pretty, uh, as you, as you know, it was really, uh, it it touched on racial profiling or not racial profiling, but what's going on in today's society with the, the brutality of police and, uh, other, you know, minorities. And, uh, I was happy to be a part of it. Uh, as you can see, uh, they left you a cliffhanger a bit. So you may see see a little bit of Derek knows later on in the season. Uh, when I read the script, um, it really it, it kind of touched me a bit and like i told you in the green room uh you couldn't go too far so you had to play play it surf you know on surface where it wouldn't offend a lot a lot of people as well so you didn't get as much detail as you know we would want to have put in an hour show you know but uh it was great uh the entire cast and production of CSI and CBS period from top to bottom is awesome
4: can you uh without without uh spoiling the episode Give a give a little bit of context, both of your character, Derek Knowles, and maybe a little bit about the episode. I mean, beyond the the police part mm-hmm. of just a little bit of a tease because it's on demand. I actually <laughs> watched it last night. I appreciate I, that. cut it up, I and I was like, it. "All right, I can get him, this. You got to get, get him." Those the, the residual get the rains, checks. Baby. Get the I know. Rains. The residual know. checks. Get the range. Uh,
5: <laughs> well. Um, can you ask me that question one more again? Basically,
4: it's like a little bit of a tease in the episode, like your character. What happens kind of at the beginning? And it's the- tough
5: to kind of give a tease a bit because with my character, you don't know if he's really coming back or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. for me to give you that tease is kind of like you know, you if I tell you, then you're like, oh, he, he didn't die. You know, that well, how thing. about
4: how about this then? Tell us what it's like working with uh, some of the folks on the show. You got James Vanderbeek, Ted Danson, Whoa. Patricia Arquette.
3: That is an eclectic group that brought bow me bow
4: wow.
5: Well, I'm gonna tell you one thing. Um, Vanderbeek didn't speak to me much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking. Vanderbeek, how many Beek days were you we on the show, real quick? Before uh, we shot for a week.
0: You were around yeah, for we our, all five, for six days. Yeah. Nice. So, okay.
5: Um, he didn't speak to me much. Him and uh, well, I, I spoke to Shad, well, Bow Wow would like to be called Shad Moss now. So yeah. uh, we spoke a bit, you know, had some uh, some cool conversation. But the most awesome person was Patricia Arquette. Uh, really awesome. Like I mean, this woman has won every award imaginable to an actor, and the way that she approached, you know, just me uh, as a as a guest star. And the conversation we had was, like, priceless. You know, uh, she really, you would have thought we'd known each other for years, the way that she, she, she um, the respect level, the way she carried herself. She was doing a lot of things that I was like, wow, yo, you're doing this for me? Like, little old me, she was doing a lot of things, you know, and she, she paid attention to the choices I made and things of that nature. And she said some things to me that really lit a fire, and it wasn't in a bad way. It was one of those things that when you hear this being said by someone that won an Emmy, Academy Award, you're like, I'm stamped. You know, I gotta keep going. I gotta, I gotta fulfill what she has, you know, put a put upon me. You know what I mean? And uh, I sent you guys the text. I mean, the tweet that she tweeted about me yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: that was great. And it's like,
5: you know, it's kind of like, wow. You know what I mean? For her, and that's not the first time she's actually, you know, gave me kudos. At first, I thought it was kind of one of those, you know. You, you don't whip a snapper. You did well, right? you know. You know. <laughs> right, what I mean? right, right, But for her to go in public and actually tweet that about me being a, a raw talent and, and someone that she she sees uh, having a career in this business was really it really fired me up to really go harder or you know find reasons to to find uh, new inventions of Bam Hall when it comes to a character, so it was pretty dope. And you know the production, I guess, when I first met her, it was kind of weird because I actually love her, you know what I mean? Like, I have, yeah. like, a crush on her, so when I first met her, I peeked my head into the studio uh, after I was done, and um, I peeked in and the entire production, you know, I mean, you guys know me personally, so you know, it's nowhere I'm going to go and not actually demand attention, you know, I'm 5'8", I'm I'm 5'8", so, you know, I I have to (laughs) demand attention, I'm not one of you tall guys, you know what I mean, so when I went in, uh, to peek my head, production was like, bam, come on, you know, I didn't want to bother anybody, so she's kind of like sitting kind of with her back towards me, and she's like, "Um, bam, you're bam, and I'm like, what did I do, you know? So she's like, nothing. Uh, I've heard Heard. You got worried already your first five minutes in. She was like, you know, I've heard, you know, some great things about you. And I'm like, who told you? And she's like, (laughs) she's like everybody. And I was like, wow. So basically she just was right. She said the entire production was raving about the choices I made. Because it's some some stuff that was filmed that you guys didn't get to see because they edited it. But it was some choices I made that production really you know kind of fell in love with and they were talking about me and she said no one has ever you know production has never been raving about a guest star on the show since she's been on it so that was like crazy so i had to take you know as much as i i care for the attention i had to take it off me and i'm like well um patricia do, do you know i i'm, I'm, I'm a patricia our cat lover <laughs> and she's like get out of here i was like no uh i love you And she's, I'm like gazing in her eyes and shit. So then she's like, um, you know, she takes me around, grabs my hand, and introduced me to Ted Danson. And he was like awesome dude, you know, asked me how they were treating me, as if he was going to whoop on somebody if I was (laughs) being treated wrong. And then, you know, took me around and met everybody else. So it was was awesome, man. It was like a a mind-blowing experience.
3: How was the uh, craft services? Awesome. I mean that's really? every actor we have in here, like we talk about all awesome. other,
5: I really am fucking fascinated by craft services. Yo, awesome. And then you know, see, well I've been acting for quite some time now, but I had to learn my lesson. You know, you get all that food there and you're kinda like, It's free. I'm gonna eat it. And uh I'll tell you a funny story. Uh one time I'm filming and um I got overboard. I just started eating everything and I'm lactose, right? So I eat <laughs> I'm eating donuts, I've eaten scrambled eggs. And when it was my turn, guess where I was at? When it was my time to (laughs) get up on. (laughs) I was on
3: a now, home. were you in a
0: honey wagon or are you in like a... I was in a honey wagon. All right. Yeah, okay. but was,
5: you
3: still... Well, you what's the industry talk? What, what the fuck's a honey wagon? It's a trailer. It's a
0: trailer. It's a trailer.
3: Yeah. I, I thought that's where Lamar Odom was before he OD'd. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the honey wagon. No. Never mind. You're going to throw, <laughs> throw a little
0: too much lactose into everything else he was doing <laughs> with the herbal Viagra, everything?
5: Yo. No. So, I. yeah, that, I learned my lesson. So now I kind of pick and choose and I'm like, you know... Uh, gotta stay away from certain things when i'm on set mike's a
3: big breakfast burrito guy
5: always hear about I'm breakfast, glad you brought, I'm, that's what i i'm big on that as well man i'm
0: glad you because that on that set was one of the best breakfast burritos i've ever had <laughs>
5: Dog, the <laughs> lunch was great dinner was great everything was great and even like and, i and wasn't I, even around for and this. I'm, this is I'm so la right look, now. <laughs> and, I, and i'm so I guilty of it i'm yeah. so guilty of it sometimes when i go to craft services and stuff you know i'll take a bunch to my trailer knowing yeah. i'm not gonna eat it but i'm like i have snacks at home So I'll have a backpack full of stuff And my wife would be it. like Yo where did you get that from And I'm like
0: Bag of
3: Fritos
5: and a banana <laughs> It was free something. don't worry about it Have
3: you ever it. seen the internship With Vince Vaughn and uh, Owen Wilson Uh yeah yeah. <laughs> when Vince Vaughn goes there
0: to Google yeah. And all the uh, food's yeah. free yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, just he's, he's just taking, taking food. food But that's what it's like They have these big things that are like Frosted Flakes And that was like the one cereal When I was a kid then my mom was like, no, you're not getting cornflakes coated in sugar. <laughs> so when I, I, I guess it stuck with me for this long. Whenever I get onto a set and I see Frosted Flakes, I'm just like, oh, shit, I got to control myself. No, man. Because I want to do the same thing you said, I, bring it back just, to the trailer. Yeah,
5: man, I take everything, dog. I have all types of stuff, man. And then you're doing it and you're trying to sneak it because you don't want anybody to look. And and I you mean, know they all know. I, you know, and I, I mean, I don't want to look like that guy that doesn't have much at home or something <laughs> and looking like I'm just sitting here taking all this food so I can take it back home. But it's just kind of a thing that I do. Well, how'd you get,
3: I got a quick one. How'd you get started in all this? Like, you're from Chicago. Yeah. Did you grow up acting, or is this something no, that... No, uh,
5: well, I mean, as my grandma would probably say it if she was alive, that uh, I've always been an entertainer. I've always kind of demanded that attention as a kid. I was outspoken and things of that nature. But I I, I, I originally came out here transferring college and uh, was taking a chance on walking on in another school. Uh, and during that time of workout, I tore my knee. And it uh, kind of transformed and uh, I met a guy, which is the my mentor now, that is um, the the creator of Hand of God, this TV series that I'm on as well. And uh, he's taken a liking of me, man. And um, I just had this, I just had this itch of where I was like, I'm not going back to Chicago. Like, no matter what happens, I'm not, I'm not going back. So whatever it is, I'm doing it. And, and I don't like to work for anybody. So if I can, you know, be myself or a clown or whatever the case may be. I was going to do that and be noticed by doing it, you know what I mean, and it, it kind of just, this is when I really found out I love acting, so, um, when I found out I was going to have to have surgery and things of that nature, I mean, I can still walk and things, and I was, you know, kind of, this is when Craigslist was, like, really, really the thing you gotta go to to find jobs and stuff, so, I'm on Craigslist, and I'm like, how do I, What do I start as far as acting, and, had yeah, gave me a point about Craigslist and some other stuff, so, I had Craig's listen. I'm I'm like, now, funny thing is I didn't have much knowledge of the technicalities as far as headshots and things of that nature. So it was kind of like it was like trial and error for me. So I would go to like Rite Aid and take like take pictures that I had taken for like a like, like passport. No, no <laughs> so like I would take pictures. Much, yeah. I would take pictures. And it, I mean, they were professionally shot, but not. And, you know, industry profession, you know what I mean? Gotcha. And I would take those pictures and go to write a, print them out, and it's like on this glossy floppy paper, you know what <laughs> I mean? And uh, my mentor had given me a bunch of credits that he had done to put on my, my my resume. So I would go to all these, like, weird auditions and stuff, and I know they just laughed at me hysterically when I walked out of the room. But that was the time where I was, like, I, I was so passionate and trying to figure out What was for me? And then I had gotten a call to do a movie like a uh, it was like a short and I was living in Westchester at the time and I took a bus to South Central to film this movie. And I was there for like 13 hours and I was I never I didn't even notice the time, but because I was still trying to, you know, I was still energetic about
4: being there. So I was like.
5: Yo, I love this crap, man.
4: I, <laughs> I'm gonna keep on. Did you so. fa- Did you fall for going to any of those uh, kind of USC student films? You know where they I have, I had, did, man. Yeah, I, fall I fell for, it, for a couple of them. Every, that's how we all get started. Listen, doing this. I mean, every, fall, every, obviously, that's where I gave up, man. Every, so every, <laughs> <laughs> I went right no, to radio. Man,
5: everything <laughs> that you can think of from the ground up, I've I've went through it. I went through it. You know what I mean? I paid those dues. So, like, I take it offensively when people who really haven't seen me on much, like, I have 10 nationals under my belt. You know what I mean? I was nominated for NAACP award. Mm-hmm. and But at the same time, I'm not notable. A lot of people don't know me or haven't seen my work. And then some people will kind of question, oh, so you're an actor like everybody else here, right? And I take it personally because I've, you know, I've put some work into this, like you know, being on set as an extra for 14, 15 hours, and being treated yeah. like crap, or told yeah. told what to do, and you like, yo, which like, I
0: think is better when you're starting out. That's better than any class you could get into. Yeah, you're yeah. doing that extra work because yeah, you yeah. learn so much. It's the audition
4: process is the yeah. real process. Yeah, is it is on top of actually acting.
5: It is. It is. I, I mean, and you know, I'm not talking as if I'm just this this seasoned vet. You know, I'm really, I really have a lot to learn, and I really. You know, I'm open for it. I, as long as I'm working and a, a, find a career in this, I, I've always have room to grow, and I've always feel that way. You know, no matter how how much I feel like I'm on my game, I want to learn and continue to learn. That's why when I'm around uh, Patricia Arquette, I'm soaking in what she's saying, and I'm also looking at how she prepares herself for her role or whatever the case may be. Because I, I take certain things of people that are successful, I take away things I don't like, and I take
4: the the, the points of where. I know that they execute well, and I try to make it my own. I feel like you would have, like, one of those little notebooks, like Matthew McConaughey and True Detective. Do you, like, take little notes and then no, keep man, it I'm with not you? No, I'm not that organized. You're not that organized? No. So what do you do? You just put it in your phone in the no, notes section? No, it's,
5: it's, it's up here. It's, in- it's up here, man. I
4: I, I just,
5: because, I, I mean, it's it's kind of, you know, it's one of those things where it's, you know, it's a light bulb that goes off. Certain, you're like, oh, that's what you do. And then it's kind of like you're now you're thinking to yourself, I'm not going to do it this way, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's kind of one of those things, you know?
3: I'm curious what you're going to take away from this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said you take something away, whether you like it or don't like it. Hopefully it's a good thing.
5: Well, I mean, when I'm trying to uh, mimic it, you know what I mean, or, or do my thing far as like, uh, following the steps of you guys, you know, I take things that I like and don't like, but I got to go through the trial and error to see what uh-huh. it is I, I, that doesn't work for me and then steal it from you, J.D.
4: <laughs> so staying on More... the acting front here's like, is there... We went paddleboarding on Saturday. You had my back on that one thing, but we yeah. won't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> but That was helpful. <laughs> him paddleboarding is hilarious, hey, by the way. Let's not leave it
5: so like open like that. Let's just tell him that I I had given you some advice. It was. Okay. It was
4: very very all good right. advice. Okay. Yeah, right. but uh point being is um what do you think your next thing what would be your ideal next role? Uh I don't know whatever I they like playing to your strengths. Yeah, I mean yeah. like you more comedy, you like the serious role no, like I'm, you just I'm do. more
5: I'm silly out. I'm silly with you guys. When it comes to um acting, I like I like more the dramatics cuz I want you to feel me. I want to be able to touch you. I want my roles to yeah you know touch you or have some substance behind it where you you can relate to it. I can always be silly that's just that's just me, but then once I'm silly and always trying to make you laugh, you're looking for that, and I don't want to be that guy that you're looking for to make you laugh, and when I don't make you laugh, you're disappointed. you're like, you know this guy, you know I'm looking for him to make me laugh. The first thing I've ever seen him and he was like. Acting like a comedian, you know. So I, right. I, I like more the dramatics, and I like, I like to be able to to d- dig deep. Just like, just like Derek Knows, you know. I didn't, he didn't say much, but if you look at. His defeat, you can tell he was defeated. Life defeated him, you know what I mean? And I had to i had to take it there, you know, the part where he, he's hes seeing the rioting and things of that nature. I like that type of thing. I like to be able to act without speaking sometimes because that, that speaks volumes at times,
4: you know what I mean? Yeah, no, no expressions. I mean, 60% of communication is, like, nonverbal, up yeah. upwards of 70%. That was I mean, I want people to watch the episode, but I thought you nailed that piece. But without saying anything, that's got to be tough. Actually, yeah, and Mike, yeah. you probably relate a little bit. And this guy just got, what, Taff Hartley or SAG or whatever? SAG, so, he, man. He's Jay SAG now. Do you know that? Hey, once you become SAG, Jay. Yeah, that it's all downhill from there. Did
3: you
0: join? Did you end up joining?
3: I didn't. I, it's sitting on my. Uh, it's sitting next to my bed. I'm thinking, that, about hey, <laughs> thinking about you put it. You the remember fir- the first text I hey, sent you? Dude, the NBA right about to start. I'm yeah. about to be really busy yeah. for the next six months. You put months. that. Scam, you put dude. that thirty
5: five hundred up, man. You got it. Yeah. You got to You got to keep going now, man. There's no turning back. What do I get for this thirty five no. hundred? Uh, Nothing. You get discount. You get a card. A discount at AT and T. I want
0: fucking screeners. I want the screeners that you guys. You get, get oh. the screeners. You get the screeners. Yeah, yeah you get the screeners. That's pretty cool. You could vote in elections. I know yeah. That. So it's like yeah. an executive. Yeah. On you. It's
3: an executive blockbuster membership, basically. Yeah, pretty much.
0: All right. With no control over what movies you get, because you're gonna get uh, the kind of shitty ones. <laughs> uh, one question I want to ask you, really important. I know we're talking about character and all that stuff, but doing my research, mm-hmm. I found out that the first thing came up in your athleticism was bowling. That is listed a number one on your what? IMDb page. Bowling. Oh. Athletics. Bowling. I don't want to get into the rollerblading portion of that. We'll get we'll no. talk about that a little later. <laughs> but bowling is a number one. Bring Pacific on your Blueback. sports Bo- bowling. List. Talk so, to me about bowling. What my kind of, mom, what kind of my mom average are we big, talking My
5: mom is a big bowler. Okay. So growing up, my mom wanted to keep me busy because my mom had me when she was young. So she she wanted to keep me busy as she was busy. You know what I mean? So uh, she bowled. So she would put me and my brother you know, in bowling league. So that kind of rubbed off. And I'm competitive in anything I do. So bowling was one thing. I mean, right now I think my average is probably like a one seventy, man. But I, I mean, when <laughs> I bowl, great. he knows his average. That's fantastic. one seventy is pretty fucking that's all right. good. But when yeah. I bowl consistently, yeah. I, I, I can you know I get a feel and I'm up go, over yeah, two. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go See, at that's you. That's why it's on his IMDb I'ma, I'ma page. That's you perfect. got a nice I'ma. nice curve to your ball, or,
0: no, or do you throw you throw I, it straight? I'm going straight
5: right. Down. I go right yeah, at it. So do I right at it. I try to kill the pins too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I try to kill it, man. Yeah. Nice
4: bowling, huh? I thought, I thought that was pulled off like a Wikipedia page, not IMDb. Wow, <laughs> no,
0: we got to do our research on this
5: guy. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. You know,
3: Dude, you're not. super California with your rollerblading. You ride your no, bike, see, like your paddleboarding. your paddleboarding. It says
5: rollerblading, but <laughs> <laughs> I can skate. How about that? I can skate, and you can put uh, me on. That's anything. That's an attempt at a save, can, right there. You can we'll put me in it. You can put me <laughs> yeah. on anything with wheels or. I, I have balance so I will stay up and 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 and
4: if I don't do it well I'm going to make it look like I do it well. So outside of all this stuff, sports teams. You I'm, anybody you on, back? In mean, Chicago, on, the come Bulls, on, the Bears, all come that. On, you
5: see the tattoo here, man? I'm a Chicago bully, baby. Okay. I'm Ta- a bully talk to us at about heart. Derrick
4: Rose. What's your take on Derrick Rose? Man, I was
5: just talking about this uh last night, man. I, I think we may have to trade him. As much as,
3: for what? I don't even know what you could get for him at
5: this point. But he, he has a value right now, Jay. You get a couple
0: of MCLs. Yeah. yeah. The bag. But he, what do you got?
5: He still has a value right now, Jay. You, you, you're not going to say that you can turn away from knowing a healthy Derrick Rose can do some damage.
3: I don't know a healthy Derrick Rose, though. That's the problem. And now you have, the like, the rape allegations on the side. I read about
5: that, and I, I have some insight on that, man. Went away it's, real it's quick. A, it's very not true. That's why. It's, it's a young young Chicago you, woman you that wanted some that? money. No, I said that went away real quick. Oh, that did go away yeah, real quick. Yeah. yeah. a young Chicago lady that wanted some money. She was, you know, she, he didn't meet her demands, and she got upset that he ignored her texts, and so be it. You know, you know how they used to do it in for the sure. 90s. It's just a bad run for him right now. It is. For a
3: guy that was so likable. And yes. like his MVP year was one of the best years. It was this quiet superstar, this guy that went about his business in his hometown yeah. to fall
5: that quickly. He's a hero in Chicago, too. Still? Yeah, people love him. Still?
3: Okay. He's,
0: he's How about this? You're the GM of the Bulls right now. Derrick Rose, Taj Gibson. Will you take Carmelo off my hands? Man, I love Carmelo,
5: too, man. That's, take him. That's so tough. I love him, but I, he doesn't make a team better. I agree. Doesn't doesn't That's why we're trying to get better. rid of him You know and the thing is though You know it's one of those things where you amplify The weaknesses and then now This player wants to show you that he can play defense Now you know what I mean it's like Dude you've been getting millions for years Why, why you decide now after they amplify and talk About you playing defense now you don't want to You know now you okay. want to play defense James Harden perfect example Yeah so, you know you know what I mean you know he's been protected though. He's James Harden. You got to remember he's he's always played with a shot blocker behind him. So you know you can take
4: those risks, but Carmelo can't. No, and, he, and I still think it's in spurts too. I don't think he can sustain it. He's not wow. wired to play. He's always thinking about offense. Yeah, and that,
5: and that's terrible because I mean one thing I take pride on is defense. I think that's I think that's the most most important thing. I mean, it's half
4: the game people forget it's half. One the One of the
5: things
0: people love about Carmelo <laughs> is they say he's well, you like in not? the playoffs when you need that one. Possession that's your guy, and I say, that's great, but we haven't been to the playoffs, we yeah. don't need that one possession. You got to
4: be in clutch moments to have clutch
5: moments.
0: Yeah, his I mean, time is done. you can
5: quote me on that. Well, you know, to see JD, as JD would say, the season doesn't
3: start to win. JD, after Christmas, after New Year's, well, you know, once we get into the season a little bit, we'll see what happens. Like Cleveland, it doesn't matter if Cleveland comes out of the gate two and ten, right. Like getting healthy, they just have to make the playoffs. Spurs the do conference. this every year.
4: Spurs do the same yeah, thing every
3: they year. They do, they do. I like the Bulls this year. I think the Bulls are going to be really watchable. They're going to be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, Mirotić, Gasol, I Noah, think so. Love Hoiberg as the coach. They're going to get up and down a little bit more.
5: So, so, so you say that the coach was the the Bulls' problem?
3: I don't think he was the problem. I think he ran them into the ground a little bit. He did. He you know, did. Jimmy Butler played way too many minutes. Gasol played way too many minutes. Tibbs is a great coach. I love Tibbs. Yeah. Uh, it just sometimes a breath of fresh air is a good thing. It is. You know?
5: I, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of ambivalent about it. You know what I mean? I'm you want to wait and see it. what happens? Yeah, so. yeah I'm kind of in between yeah. on it. You know what I mean? Because I like the team, but I, I not bringing anybody new in as far as players or or anything like that is basically saying that the coach is the reason why we couldn't go as far as we wanted to go. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you bring in another coach, but the same players. So they had a good draft, though that Bobby Portis and that is, guy has surprised me. He is he really has good. confidence. Yes, he
3: has surprised me, man. Uh, all those Kentucky
5: players that they were not the player of the year in the SEC. He was. He he's a beast. Dude, I I mean I didn't know much about him. I didn't know much about him, dog. When I seen seen him play
4: this preseason, he has confidence and he is not scared to pull the trigger. Maybe maybe you guys will be like a Golden State. You know, Mark Jackson, Steve Kerr. Switch it out, uh, same team.
5: I like where you're going there, man. I, but I don't see it. It's just a little yet. much. <laughs> it's little, yeah, just. no one saw it last year I either. I don't see it. Yeah, I guess so, man. I, I mean, I, they knew
4: there was talent there. I mean, shout like, out to the
5: Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my well, boys you, over there.
3: You have a, a ton of great connections to the NBA. You're a Chicago kid, as we talked about. You love the NBA. You know a lot of guys. Sean Livingston is, is one of your best friends, right? I mean, we got to meet him at your birthday party. Super yeah. nice guy. But one of my favorite stories is you said you cut Alfred Payton's hair. Yeah, I did. I mean, how how do you even attack something like well, that? Well, I
5: didn't. I didn't actually technically cut anything off. Okay. He wanted <laughs> or, he wanted to line he wanted to line up because he he doesn't okay. he doesn't want it cut. He's he's letting it you know go whatever. He, you know the story of how he grew it, right? No. So I cause I I mean I guess when you get close to a hair like that, you got to know why it's growing like that. So I guess uh guess sophomore or junior year in high school. They were undefeated, and uh, they were going for another state championship or something of that sort. So they said him and his him and his other teammates were like, "We're not going to cut our hair until we lose." So they didn't lose. So he he said he liked it and he kept it. And I just was just like, "All right, well, you know, power to you, man. Some people just got to find a reason, I guess." It's his calling
4: card, man. It's a good look. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, he's he's gonna be great. Speaking of calling cards, if you guys want to call in and talk to Bam Hall, you can call in at 323-843-2826. No one likes me. That number, again, is 323-843-2826. There's also a chat room on UBN Channel 2. Any question for Bam Hall is fair game. If you're
0: too embarrassed to call up, get us on Twitter at MostlySport.
5: Yeah, man, don't call up here trying to troll me either. <laughs> I got friends, I know they're trolling Who's your
0: favorite me. quarterback in Chicago right now? Jimmy Clausen or Jay Cutler? Uh, none.
5: None. <laughs> none is a good answer. None. none. <laughs> Who none. Yeah. I just was talking to Jordan in the green room about Cutler, man. I can't stand it.
0: Everyone hates Jay Cutler until Jay Cutler gets hurt, right? I can't stand him. No, man. no, yeah, no.
5: Right, exactly. Because then we get Clausen and then he he shows us why we suck <laughs> some more.
4: But But there's that, but there's also this factor which I I always like to compare the different style of play. And I know uh, – but when the Seahawks had Matt Hasselback, and granted they got to a Super Bowl, uh-huh. the worst is – it's almost worse to have an above-average guy because you just stay above average, sometimes make the playoffs, sometimes not. And yeah. Jay Cutler is kind of like that. He's perceived as an elite just because of his arm strength. No, he's not perceived but, as an elite. He's getting paid as an elite. Well, I, that's – but that – that's my point, though. Yeah. If management's paying him, someone perceives him as elite, yeah, and you know yeah. he's really not. And so he just he keeps you he keeps himself just in the mix to not ever lose his job, so you don't go out and find a new guy, Right, which right. is kind of what's happened to you guys. Well,
5: I mean, yeah, yeah, that, that's true. I mean, I I mean, my reason for not liking Jay Cutler is just uh, he's not a winner. You know? No, he's that's, not a winner. That's Jay's line, man. Right? He's, he's not been not a, saying that forever. He's not a winner. And then as a QB, you have to be a leader like you have you have to be a leader when when you're when you're deflated confidence or just have no care in the world about competing and it rubs off on the the rest of the team and they they notice it dog you, I mean what's He was
3: of- never a winner. I mean he went to Vanderbilt. <laughs> you know they won like four games a year at Vanderbilt. <laughs> Shout out to Dr. Joe Thompson. Joe Thompson. Big, yeah, Big yeah, yeah. But he knows. I mean that that's a position that requires yeah. Mike, you ready for it? Pedigree. Good. You, that's know, right. that's your, you know, uh, that's your favorite
0: fucking word, pedigree. I think we got to be the only <laughs> sports radio show dropping Vanderbilt in like consecutive weeks. But,
3: I mean, that's important. I mean, Bam nailed it. The guy does not inspire any confidence no. whatsoever. How,
0: how is he still in the league?
3: Because, the, dude, why is. I mean, all these quarterbacks. Why is Josh McCown starting for a, an NFL there's football team? There's always McCown. It's not I Josh, think he's it's better Kate, than Cade. I, yeah, I think he is, too. If John you, McCown. If you,
5: if you scan around the NFL right now, you could probably name three quarterbacks that's probably elite right now. Everybody yeah. else is pretty mediocre. Is Cam Newton elite, you think? La- he has the ability to be. I remember. like Cam. that's fair. That's I a like, fair answer. I like so, Cam.
3: A, so that's a no. Did you hear the argument earlier in the show when I was defending I, Cam? I, and I caught guys, it, but
5: we had to mu- turn the uh, turn turn the volume down and talk about something else. Okay. <laughs> Well, it wasn't... What is you it? Know. You guys got something going on right now. No, he, oh, we, we
4: we did some soundbite like, What happens on... There. We on did on promotions that Mike. we don't know about. We did some promotions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah,
5: no, man. Uh, all right. that's, that's all it was. It wasn't, it wasn't anything like, you know... Th- I,
4: I like that answer, though. He has the potential to be elite. He's yeah. still young. Yeah, he has... I ha- like that's more true than saying Tony Romo has the potential to be elite. Like, he had his window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that window's gone. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if you have a
0: window gone, people could say he's coming into his own right now. He's, he's entering his prime right now <laughs> <laughs> at 33 years old with that team, with Des coming back. With that but back. But, if Romo going be back back. but soon? the
5: thing is, you look at Cam and you're like, he has every tool to be elite. He's fast. He's strong. He can throw the ball. He's mobile. You know what I mean? He has every he's ability. Durable. He has every ability to be elite. You know what I mean So you have You have that fight To be You know To to, to toot his horn a bit You know what I mean And he
0: passes the eye test He scares me And he's he's a good looking quarterback That's a a number one On Jay's list You gotta be good looking
3: You gotta be good looking to be like, a, <laughs> we're talking this technicalities. Is very you gotta be, you gotta have a, a cool name. You Gotta have good hair. You Can't have like some Cam fucking and weird ass Cam name. Cam yeah. Newton, cool name. Yeah. It's kind of slick. Like if I'm walking to the car, I'm gonna toss him the keys. Hey, Cam, you can drive. Yeah. Like you're my guy. You would do, you would do that. Andy Dalton, I'm throwing in the back seat with his fucking red hair. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with that guy.
4: So <laughs> going after Andy, man.
5: I laugh at that because um, what do you do? To it's eat not him? until I moved out here what I found out. Why they call redheads gingers? Wow, oh, you
4: need to you need to enlighten us. <laughs> so
5: I'm at a I'm at the gym one day, and uh, they're calling out the teams. And the gym I was at, I pretty much knew everybody there. So they're like, uh, "Yeah, you got Brian on your team." I'm like, "Who's Brian?" The guys like the ginger. I'm like, "What the hell are you talking about? The ginger over there, the redhead." I'm like, "What does that mean? He's redhead, right?" So I laugh. <laughs> I found it. Hysterical, like oh crap! I get to call him a ginger. I didn't know that you you know that that's kind of offensive. It is. So yeah, yeah. So, so I'm you like, you thought you can call him that? So I'm like, age? yo, what up? You you, you you the ginger, right? You know. So he's <laughs> like, he's kind of like dull. He gives me like this dull handshake, and I'm I'm thinking it's you know like cool to call him a ginger. And the guy's like, no, dude, I was just kind of telling you to point him out. You didn't have to call him a ginger. So then I'm like, then after that, I tell a story to a friend of mine. And she's like, uh, you know where that came from? I'm like, where did Ginger come from? Gilligan's Island. And I was like, oh. So she she gives me the backstory of why redheads are called Gingers.
4: I didn't even know that. I didn't yeah. know that. People are too easily offended nowadays. Yeah. Ginger, of ginger was the But Ginger only, was hot. She was yeah. super yeah. hot. She was the only yeah. hot one on the island. Yeah, but. You, Is that you, the irony of it? But you call a guy a Ginger. Oh, oh I know. But Marianne,
3: Red, Marianne was hot.
4: Ginger was hotter. Nah, it depends what you like, man. No, but but you so can't that's make where, fun where it me, was right, derived right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So who's your source? Uh, so, okay, so we wanted to talk about that, but like basically, she's a redhead. She's hot. She's stuck on an island. Her name's Ginger, and somehow that turns into a thing. Yeah. All right. I guess that makes sense. I mean, it's America, man. Yeah. Things, you know, things happen. <laughs>
5: <laughs> you went real deep. Well, that said. might have been real shallow. I don't
4: even know. It's somewhere in the middle. Wow. Jay.
5: Yes, sir. I love you, man.
3: You're the king. (laughs) All right, let's take a quick two minute break, come back, and wrap it up with uh, 15 real solid minutes. We'll be right back on Mostly Sports. All righty.
4: mostly sports is that right are we back
3: we are back man take us in <laughs> well uh, let's do
4: a quick thanks to our sponsor phantom fly vodka phantom fly we know you're out there we like to drink you um we appreciate you drank a lot of you last night
0: i had a phantom fly at uh del frisco's this weekend <laughs> delicious
3: they're right? in del frisco's now yeah. they're fucking
4: everywhere their man. distribution is solid very solid they have a they have a bowling team Randomly, too. Maybe we can get Bam on that bowling team. Bam's uh, apparently Ooh, we a could ringer. Be a ringer for them. Yeah, The Phantom Flyers. Uh, uh. You in? Maybe? C- call me up. We you can, your, we can <laughs> negotiate. <laughs> there you go. You know?
0: Call my agent. That's the LA thing. They'll negotiate. Do you have your own ball? You. Yeah, I do. Oh
4: man! Very so, cool. What's on? You that? got two? Oh, yeah. So
0: that's why it's number one on your list. Nah, it's
5: not actually number one on my list. It is basketball would be number one on my list. I don't, I don't so. know who made that up.
0: But basketball whoever. even comes before bowling in the alphabet too. So, <laughs> what's <laughs> a, what's a,
4: a what's a nice bowling tip for us uh, novices out there? Like, <laughs> 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 I'm the worst fucking bowler of all. Time. Drink a lot of those. So am, I, like, I, I actually have a rule thing about like, bowling: bowling pin shaped beers. If you're with if you're with a girl on a date, don't, don't be do good at bowling. Like, had those? Do you have to bring your score down to, like, 125? No, nah, I destroy my wife. <laughs> Destroyer. Anybody that's the out there, I'm I'm always trying to go at them. These custom balls you have? Sounds weird, but...
5: I have one. I have, a, I have one custom ball, and I kind of regret even having it. It's, it, <laughs> it, has, it has skulls on it, and I'm not really a skull guy. I liked it more because... Who's a skull guy? No, I'm saying it's, <laughs> it has skulls.
3: Oh, wow. Um... I that was a, that was a good movie, The Skulls.
5: Well, no, nah, it, it, it glows it's in right. a, it glows in the dark when you do like cosmic bowling and stuff. So I kind of liked it because it glows in the dark.
4: Mm-hmm. Kind of corny of me, but you know. What's the h- highest score you've ever gotten?
5: Uh, I think it was maybe two forty, two thirty. I was hot that day too,
3: dude. That's no joke. We went like oh, a, a couple weeks ago. Good. I didn't even break a hundred. Three straight games. You
5: guys, see that's, like see, that's one rule of mine, is, man. Oh, yeah. Always got to break a hundred. Oh, Always. I don't that's care. Bad. I can have the worst game. I have to break 100. Gotta have a hundred.
0: You got to have. You got a lot happening. You got arms flailing. I'm sure. You got like a lot Jay, happening before it, that ball hits the lane. Right? You know,
5: but what I'm what I'm <laughs> a, what I'm not understanding is if Jay like his. If, have you seen his reach? That's yeah. what I'm saying. If if he's got he throws, a lot happening. You know what I mean? He throws. But the thing is, once he releases the ball, he's halfway down the lane.
4: <laughs> that's true.
3: See, I always get like the lightest ball, the pink one. That's like six pounds or whatever. Yeah. I don't know what the fucking weights are, but I try and like spin it no. because I like throwing it straight is boring.
5: <laughs> well, see, you think, know, I want a I've, little masse. What I've what I've learned is with those balls <laughs> to Google that with, with those balls you gotta you gotta look in the ins- like where the fingertips is and in the inside. Uh-huh. They're hollow. It's like wood in the inside of those. I don't balls. use the. I don't use the holes. I just yeah. Like grip but I'm, I'm telling you, I'm oh, tell- you're one of those guys. I'm telling you what the. I'm yeah, telling those guys. Those guys. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh you know, shit! He's just out. He's just out there for the fun, man. No,
0: you're you're like like, and then the ball bounces. Sometimes it ends up in the lane next to yours, and the whole computer gets all effed up. Yeah. Yeah, and like, how do you keep scoring bowling?
3: I think that's one of the lost mathematical arts. Like as, pe- like kids long- at MIT can't ske- keep
5: scoring bowling. As long as I've been bowling, I still can't. I, I can't stand it either. I got if it's not a computer,
4: there I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. <laughs> the computers are always issues too. You always got to call somebody over. Yeah, bowling. Need help on lane five, but we we won't make you talk about bowling anymore. Mostly yeah. sports. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. It is mostly, it's mostly. <laughs> right that, listening that's about this, bowling. <laughs> that's the sweet spot. But we we're gonna do a little NBA preview with Jay. Jay is uh, obsessed with the NBA. He knows way too much. And uh, Jay, give a, shed a little light on this upcoming season. We're about a week away. We're exactly one week away. Starts next
3: Tuesday. Um, Like, what do you want to know? I mean, ask me a question. I mean, it's going to be an exciting fucking year. The Eastern Conference sucks. (laughs) I think I just did. The Western Conference is fantastic. (laughs) Uh, Very excited to see Kevin Durant come back. We were all robbed last year of not being able to watch him play basketball. And I think he's going to come back with a vengeance and with a, a modicum of anger. Which is fun because he's turning into like a little touchy kind of guy. Like he's gotta, getting into arguments
5: with people. I, was, I like it. And, I, and that's, that was leading me. That was a segue there. What Do you, do you feel that um, Stephen A. Smith kind of derailed uh, the, the decision of Kevin Durant? Because I, I think he was on point with everything that he said. But now with him pointing that out and the whole beef and the back going on, you think that he derailed his decision now? now I, I know he's definitely not coming to L.A. now.
3: That's a that's a really good point. If I was a Laker fan, I'd be so pissed off at Stephen A. Smith yeah. because now you're right. He doesn't. He's yeah. not going to make Stephen A. Smith correct by coming here. Nope. Um, we'll see. I, I don't know. I think there's a chance he still stays in Oklahoma City because with the new collective bargaining agreement coming to town, like next year, he's going to be able to sign for
5: a gazillion dollars. And I mean, he, he's in a he's in a small market, but at yeah. the same time, he's a big name. He has all the endorsements that an NBA player will want. So I, I don't see him going too far either. I would have loved to see him go to DC though, Jay.
3: That I know our good fun. friend
5: Scott Hederman would like to see yeah. that as well. Um, I, would, I would have liked to see that.
3: It, it's just I mean, hopefully he's going to be healthy all year. That uh, the the foot injury he had is like one of those injuries that just nags people for a long time. Bill Walton had it, obviously it derailed his career. So yeah. hopefully he can stay healthy. Um, but that's gonna that's like probably the number one storyline for me personally that I'm excited to watch him play basketball. Yeah. I think gonna,
4: he's going to play with a chip on his shoulder as yeah. well. Who do you think the uh, rookie of the year will be?
3: Hands down, lock. Take all your fucking money that you own. Crack open your piggy banks. Uh, rob a Seven Eleven. Whatever you need to do to get cash. <laughs> Emmanuel Mudiay, lock. Rookie yo, of the year, yo, not yo. even a question.
5: And I will not bat you for that one, dog. He is nice. He's the truth, man. And he is nice. Wow, well, I, I just seen him play. Uh, I think it was Saturday. I forget what they were playing, but I, maybe maybe it wasn't Saturday. But one of these days, I think he was playing Golden State. But he was holding his own. I think he was trying to go at Curry he he has like a he has a he looks like a vet out there. He he well he played a
3: pro year over in China and mm. played very well. Um he's surrounded by offensive talent and he's a very good passer. So he's going to have the ball in his hands. They got rid of Ty Lawson and set shipped him out to uh Houston because of all the DUIs. I mean it's his it's his ball, it's his team. So he's yeah. going to have all the opportunity. I he mean looks good. 15 points, 10 assists a game is not absurd to think about. Yeah. Um and no other rookie is really going to have an opportunity to do that. I mean, oh. Okafor maybe in Philly a little bit, but that's Noel's team. Then you got uh, talents. He's he's
5: he's they're stacked over there at the, the at the four. A lot man, of mouths to feed, man. You know, so yeah. it's.
3: I, I agree. I think Moutier is like the hands down lock. Who's, who's
4: the bust of the rookie crew?
5: All of them except Moutier. What is it,
3: Moutier? Emmanuel Moutier. Moutier. You know what? Everybody loves this uh, Mario Hazania. With uh, the guy drafted to Orlando, he's the like the Serbian guy, he's super athletic he dunks. He's like the Serbian Kobe. Oh wow, that's what they were calling him. Wow, that's uh, a little much. Yeah, I mean, and everybody loves him, So you know the whole thing about uh, you know Zig when everybody zags. I mean, everybody's kind of on this guy a little bit. and I don't I don't know how good he's going to be.
4: And are the Spurs finally too old?
3: No, they're not. Because they're kind of, yeah. like, slowly
4: building while some of these guys are fading away. He's put Aldridge on that team, too.
5: Yeah, that's true. And don't forget about David West, man.
3: But let me ask you a question. Those two guys, Aldridge and West, are guys that post up in the mid-post. You dump the ball to them, and everybody runs to the other side of the court. Well, that's not what the Spurs are. hmm I mean, well, do, do those guys fit into to what the Spurs do? I mean, Well,
5: I mean, as you can see, though, everybody that has went over to the Spurs have converted into Spurs basketball. Mm-hmm. It, Boris Diaw, for example, resurrected his career. He was he was he wasn't more he wasn't a guy he wasn't as mobile as he I see him now. He resurrected it
4: from what? I mean, he kind of has been playing the same way for a long time. Yeah, but now it's more amplified. That That's it's, true. This, this his play, his play
5: is wanted over there. Like I playoffs last year, he was. He, I thought like
4: he did the same thing in Phoenix though, with uh, not with with players that aren't with as with Nash, right.
3: Yeah, but then he went to Charlotte and got fat because he was yeah, playing yeah, in a no terrible one, system. No
4: one remembers that. Well, I do. I mean, Well, yeah, <laughs> you're the only one watching Charlotte. So, Anyway, uh, I'm just saying I've seen Boris Diaw play well with good players, and that was Phoenix.
3: The point is San Antonio has been doing it with the same three guys in the same core this whole time. Now there is a new member of the core, arguably the most important member of the core, is a brand new player. mm uh-huh. So we'll see how everybody else is affected. I mean, Kawhi, it's now it's Kawhi Leonard and LaMarcus Aldridge's team. Yeah. But think about you what know?
4: they've done. They, David Robinson passed the torch to Tim Duncan, and then you bring in Aldridge. Like that's, that's pretty uh, – I mean, there's a little bit of luck involved with the first one in that transition, but that's, that's pretty solid. That's just smart management.
3: Yeah, well, the luck was David Robinson got hurt and San Antonio tanked an entire season. I know, it was a little bit planned. Robinson Same. could have come back and played the last 30 games of that season and San Antonio was smart enough to just say, dude, just sit out. We got the, we're got that. we going to end up with the number one pick and get Sam Duncan.
0: How long, how long did they play together? How many seasons, two? Robinson and Duncan? Yeah.
3: Uh, no, I'd say like four probably. Yeah. Okay. How many yeah. chips? They won two chips together, right? Yeah. They, they won two or one? I think they got two. They beat the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. <laughs> How you feeling about the Knicks? How do you feel about your coach getting into a fight with Matt Barnes? They're
0: horrible. They're, they're, I don't, I don't, <laughs> That's right. If I, I dislike the Jets, then I effing hate the Knicks. They're on uh but you, don't you got Isaiah you and Dolan Knicks. on what is it? Uh was it Real Sports tonight with Gumble. And yeah. I saw clips of this interview. I'm gonna go home and watch it. It's embarrassing. The, the entire Knicks organization top to bottom is embarrassing. We're probably still paying Allen Houston as a player. <laughs> it's it's absurd. Yeah. <laughs> you know? He's probably still making $20 mil a year. He made a lot of money. They're horrible, dude, and I hate the fact that now I'm checking the Lakers pregame or preseason stuff before I'm checking the Knicks. I get I'm done with the Knicks, dude. Yeah, Carmelo, get take them. All right, let's say take you're
3: him. you're a head coach though. What is he doing hooking up?
0: Oh, with Barnes, dude. With that Barnes and his thing? wife, they're not even divorced yet. Him and Barnes played together at one that's point.
3: Just, that's
5: huge disrespect, man. Huge that's, disrespect, that's, right? That's, that's and very... Matt
0: Barnes doesn't seem too even keeled either. Oh, I don't dude. even forget about the whole wife thing, girlfriend, whatever. If you look at his dog the wrong way, I feel like Barnes is going to come after you. Yeah, man. Yeah. he's
5: he's a, he's a firecracker. So
0: uh, let's go Lakers, down the street from where we are right now. I don't think I ever get that far. It's... Saying let's go Lakers No I no, thought the
5: same no, thing man. Clippers I thought the same thing on, I pr- I, Fingers crossed Please <laughs> Bulls Bulls Do something do,
3: Please Who, who are you excited to watch this year Bam? You got your eye on anybody um,
4: The Pelicans man
5: Okay That's a great call I mean Anthony mm-hmm. Davis from Chicago
4: uh, You got Nate Robb there now yeah, well, I like Nate Rob. You had Nate Rob for a little bit in Chicago. We had him in yeah, New York did. too. He, he, was, he was
5: great in Chicago. Yeah, I like, he was. I like yeah. the. You know, I'm always rooting for the little guards, especially. That's true. Himself and uh, Isaiah Thomas, both Seattle
0: guys. You dub guys. Yeah, you feel for like Jeremy Lin too. Uh, I wouldn't go as <laughs> far as that. <laughs> I like his positivity. Look though. how uh, he just hates the Knicks. Anybody like, that was a Nick? No, he got the small guards. He's the first one that popped into my head. We were the, talking I mean, Nate. Nate was Chicago, New York. Yeah, but he's small. But some first some German That like not do anything six, one, for him? Jeremy
3: right. is a big dude. Yeah, he's like 6'2 He's gonna have
5: a really good year in Charlotte. I hope so, man. He is. He's a good kid, man. I, I like. I, I always root for the good guys. Who's who's your number one? We'll go around the horn here.
3: Who is your number one uh, league pass team you want to watch? Give me like two or three teams that, if every team in the league is playing in one night, you're like, all right, I'm watching this team and that team, and
0: that's like, just for excitement value. We start with me. Yeah, fire it up. Excitement. I think you just hit and nail it with the Pelicans, and I get, you got to say the Warriors right now. I'm gonna have half of those guys on every single drafting yeah. team every night. Yeah. So gambling's gonna come into effect big time for that.
5: Okay. I like that. Bam? Uh, the Bulls and the Warriors. Okay. Uh, Take the Bulls out of it. Take your allegiance out of it. Okay. It, it would be Pelicans and probably Warriors. Pelicans, well,
0: Warriors? Just said it. Right, let me I'll, I'll switch to the Clippers. I'll give you the Pelicans because you tip me off. I'll say Clippers, too, just because they're, they're going to be exciting to watch go down. Yeah. I think they're going to be dysfunctional as fuck. That's what I'm saying. Gonna yeah. be, it's going to be fun yeah. to watch. I mean.
3: With Josh Smith and Lance Stevenson, that's a train Every wreck. Every time they, they go to DeAndre, to he's
0: going to say, why the didn't I stay in Houston? Yeah yeah it's, Dallas. it's, it's someone's gonna get
5: shipped out. Dallas. I think oh, I think yeah. before before um All Star, you got you got too much over there. You got Jamal Crawford, Lance Stevenson, like how do you how do you share that?
4: A lot of personalities. You know what I yeah. mean? How do you share that? More cool your two squads. I hate to say this. Actually, actually, actually say like, it. He's gonna say no, it. No, I know. I mean, you know I'm from Seattle. It's tough, man. I don't like the Thunder. But I actually deep down kind of like watching the Thunder, but I'm not. I'm I'm more of a Clippers fan. I don't have a team. Got it. I lost my team 2007 with Durant. But I actually I like watching Westbrook play. Like he's just so crazy and polarizing with everything he does on the court, and with Durant back, like I'm gonna keep my eye on them. And I'm just tired of watching the Clippers, man. Blake crumbling in the fourth quarter. I also like to watch Houston. I just like watching Harden play, and yeah. you know, Golden State's always a show. Yeah. Actually, if I had to watch a game, it would probably be Clippers Golden State. But that's cool. Uh, I don't know. the the East, The Eastern Conference doesn't really entertain me in any way. The see, Bulls Bulls are tough. I like them. I mean, but
3: see, one of my teams is an Eastern Conference team, the Celtics. Okay. Love Brad Stevens. I love that's true. Everything about the way the guy coaches. Everybody's yeah. involved in what they do and David Lee is going to be a very good player for them this year. And they are like one of those sneaky teams where you know, if if they catch a little fire, they had the third best record in the NBA after the All-Star break last year. You know, they added pieces. Yeah, they got They're bunch more of mature. Over there too. Yeah, they 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 could be like one of those sneaky teams. that yeah. I would definitely I don't know what their over under in wins is. I think it's somewhere like around 42. We should do that uh, next week. Yeah, we'll do that next week. Yeah. I would definitely bet the over. And then probably uh, OKC. Okay, I'm with you, Morg. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm excited to watch. the I rant. felt
4: bad for him last year. I mean, just as a team, I'm I've never. People always say this. Like, do you like the Thunder? It's like, I like the players because it was never their decision. I don't like the city or the fan or the fans or the management. So it's more like I'm cool with Durant and all like those the guys. The city, the fans, <laughs> the management. <laughs> saying, you know, like you know, I know you it's know. not their fault necessarily Man. either. But I don't know. know. I really hope you don't have to. They had go a to government OKC. building get
0: blown up. You <laughs> no Can't, you I can't throw him I a fucking you bone. Yeah. Gee, you ever been there? Jeez. Nah, Jeez I don't have boy. much. Go
3: now got to deal
4: with you. Are you related uh, to Timothy McVeigh? Uh, we got a couple minutes left. We got a couple minutes left. I want to make sure Bam can you know plug anything you got coming up. Uh, What do you Uh, got Twitter handle All that good stuff Lay it on us Everything is Bam Hall You can find
5: me anywhere Bam Hall I'm the one and only Bam Hall (laughs) Nice Bam Hall At Bam
4: Hall Instagram Twitter Facebook Facebook all I'm
5: not a social media head, but I've been pressed to now be a social media head. Now, oh, of, dude, you need to hire, hire an intern. Yeah, I may have to. We have one. So your you agent's can, not getting you on can, you about you can, that. You can definitely yeah, have an intern. Why, if we manager, have one. Okay. She she did last yeah. week. So you've never seen me tweet and Instagram as much as I have in the past, like yeah. two weeks. And i am like going hard, man. So she she got on me about it. Uh, maybe maybe I hire my wife. There she, you go. She works from home.
0: <laughs> Boom Get on Hulu Get on CBS.com Whatever you like Download the latest episode Of CSI Cyber Called Brown Eyes Blue Eyes And, I,
5: and you know I'm sorry to cut you off But That's alright You gotta tune in To Hand of God Hand of God Is a really good show as well uh, Amazon Original Series I'm on there And uh, my mentor Is the creator of it Man Awesome guy What's it's his name? Ben Watkins Alright He's an awesome guy Man I show there You can catch me On a couple commercials This year as well So Nice. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh next week we're going to do a little of our favorite over under on the season wins for certain NBA teams. If you want to hear us talk about yours, let us know. Tweet at us at Mostly Sport at Mostly Sports for every other social media platform. Also gonna give you a Los Angeles Rams update. Big meeting coming up next week with a lot of the owners. It's looking good that we are gonna have a football team in twenty sixteen to cheer for. Anything else, fellas? Oh wow. No, man. That's
5: it. I really want want to tell you guys thank you as well. This was fun. I liked it. And uh, hopefully, I can come back sometime soon. Absolutely. Next one one will be a box office film or something.
0: Yeah, there you You go. Next time Derek Rose gets hurt, how about you come in? How about that? So, you'll be on next week.
5: (laughs) So, that's how you're going to do it, man. we got to finish it. Mostly
0: sports. (laughs) Uh, Thank you to Phantom Fly. Thank you to UBN Radio, Sunset Hour Studios.
1: We will see you next week. Now that you've found UBN Radio and discovered our quality talk shows, it's time to spread the word to friends, family, and the universe. 24 hours. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered
2: Jumbacasino.com.
1: It's my little escape.
2: Now Judy's the life of the party.
1: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
2: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs)